And to be seven feet tall and run like a gazelle. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Bros, Bibles, and Beer. It's episode 205. Zach, how's it going? Take the red pill, not the entire bottle. All right, Andy. Ah, oh, shoot. Pass. Zach? Blue, blue pill? <laughs> Wait, and Zach? back on the stage. Scott? <laughs> Carrie? I finally met Scott. Yes! Nice. <laughs> Zach, Andy, Zach? I can assure you the privilege is all... Somebody, oh, this somebody. side of the table. It's I gotta a- open up my oh squatters. Scott's back. Um, don't ask Jeff, but because he'll give you the wrong info. Scott is here in the room. Yeah, he, Jeff, you said yeah. Zach twice. Scott, Just, I thought you were dead. Did say Scott twice. Yeah, did well, I Zach twice? You have this shining glow. There's a window with light behind you, and it's just like shining halo. So I thought you were Zach. I could be a Tupacish type of hologram. <laughs> Big, yeah. yeah. When Biggie. you see the halo, you yeah. think the most Christ-like bro, and you think Zach. I get it. I get yeah. It. I'm I glad you caught light. that. I man, I had a a 50s moment. That's all right. <laughs> no, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, you know we got Carrie Robinson back. Hey, yo. And uh, and it, it's just usually we do not ask our uh, guest. You know, hey, how are you doing? So we are felt the impact of of Carrie's uh, episode. We're like, this this is amazing. I mean, Scott. I mean, do we have to ask Scott back? So Scott's <laughs> our guest tonight. <laughs> Carrie's our new bro. Yeah. Oh, my favorite thing kidding. was the following episode. Zach's like, I'm gonna tie church hurt and toxic Christianity to Carrie Robinson. That was like, <laughs> I spit coffee out of my mouth and laughed. Out loud, legitimately. Uh, actually, Scott, in all seriousness, can you shut those blinds? I actually just see a silhouette of yeah, a man. Yeah, Lelouch. you kind of look like Damar Hamlin. Wow. Well, we've had a lot of conversations regarding that, and the audience we don't might, have to go there. might be unaware, yeah, yeah. but... Oh, now I really Ooh. can't see anybody. Now we need the light. <laughs> uh, I'll take care of it. Now... Carrie, you brought gifts again. It looks like a giant hand grenade. What? What is? What is <laughs> that? Thing? Is that uh, Crown Royale? <laughs> no, it is. It's uh, it's Costco's Crown. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, it's Blanton's bourbon. Oh, if you've never yes. had Blanton's. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. It's it's hard to find out here, and they've tripled the cost. But a friend came over and brought me the bottles of gift, so I didn't want to come empty-handed. Yeah, I won't be working tomorrow after tonight. <laughs> I've heard about Blanton's. It's great. It's only two o'clock. Blanton's. It's good. Yeah, yeah. No, part of me doesn't want to ruin my palate right now with this swill. What do you guys? Uh, Thanks for bringing the swill. Yeah. What are you guys drinking? What's going on here? Well, I'll just say I'll confess real quick. Um, go, just a real shotgun birthday party of friends. I stopped by right before here, and so I come in a little preloaded with delicious beer and not a lot of food. So. I can't take credit for whatever is going to happen over the next hour or so. <laughs> and um, I just want to point out that I thought Zach was solo at this uh, uh, OC local uh, tap room here. And I'm like, yeah, just hang out. I'll be there. And I thought, you know, I'm going to walk in and just have a split a pint with Zach. I actually was looking through the menu while I was driving. And I'm like, oh, I'll send Zach a message, you know, to, you know, hey, have a pint waiting for me, slave. And I, I get there. And there's a big old bash, and they're pushing 13.7%. There was a quadruple IPA that made the rounds, and um, 
and I've had nothing to eat, so I think I might be ahead of Zach. They're like, you guys, good. someone's got to drink the rest of this. And I would like to dip into the Blantons a little bit. Blantons. Blantons. Anyway, I'll, I'll get it started. I went to Utah a week or so ago and brought back uh, squatters, squatters, hop rising, tropical double IPA, 9.0. I didn't even think they made anything beyond a 5.0 in Utah, but it is a, it's a it's nice good. double. It's made with squat, so you know it's real good. <laughs> yeah. It's good. And they were squatting on some land and made some beer. So good for them. Take advantage nice. of the land out in Utah. Little piece of squat in there. I got the uh, West Coast well, Green Flash West Coast IPA going on. What are you doing over there? An oldie. Is Green Flash Zach? in LA? What? Help me. Uh, let me check. I can't figure Zach, out how to open that Green bottle. Flash. Zach is, is struggling to open up the bottle. <laughs> although Green Flash is San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Okay. In your defense. A whale's vagina. This bottle is. That's right. Okay, watch. Hold on. Uh, Carrie's gonna help us sh- learn how to become Dude, a man. We do, why do we not hey, have this on video? So when we, we're on when YouTube, next time we get a bottle, we gold. can open it. Yeah. So the 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 beauty of Blanton's is every bottle has the little horse and rider on top, and at the bottom of it is there's a letter, and if you get all the letters that spell out Blanton's, they'll send you a free bottle. Oh, pretty cool deal. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like a Christmas store decoder ring. Like, uh, <laughs> it's, <good. laughs> it's like a the Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And Look, the, mine um, spells drunk. <laughs> and the cork. <laughs> Make sure to drink your drunk. Correct me if I'm wrong, Scott. The cork doubles as a butt plug. Said. <laughs> uh, I've heard. I've heard that. Yes. Yes. Technically, anything doubles. I it. mean, technically, it's a little small, but I need oh, a glass. Jeez. Oh, Wait. Hold, hold, oh my gosh. Hold that up, Zach. You are pre. Oh. Preloaded. Wait. Hold it all up, Zach. Zach whoa, whoa, hold She's the like, glass up. Wait. <laughs> Scott's on the sandboard. This is going to be good. Nice. All right. Since we've got a lot of voices, we have to be intentional tonight about not over-talking. Can't be like uh, flagrant. Andrew sorry, Schultz da- and sorry, dad. <laughs> Producer dad. <laughs> I'm just going to keep this with me. Do it. Wow. All right. What are we talking about? Producer dad bods? Let's do this. <laughs> that felt like uh, that was directed at me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I had a butt plug sp- story, but we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think like, we have, not, like for real. But I think that's we have the to. first thing that comes out of your mouth, ma- mouse, mouse, mouse. Now that you've met S- Carrie, mouse. like oh my gosh, it's the great Scott Holberg. <laughs> yeah, Scott's the conservative <laughs> member the of the scooter. podcast. And what shattering co- dreams? Well, this is like uh, you know what you, you don't know, find is- butt plugs in the Bible, Scott. So uh, heresy. No, I don't think you do. You're correct. Yeah. Uh, for once. So you can I mean, find a lot of things in the Bible. <laughs> but you well, can't some find people that. can find anything in the Bible. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, pretty, I can just live the Bible by pretty experience. sure Song of Songs comes close. But That's been your go to lately. Song of Songs? Yeah, I think wow. the last three episodes. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, actually that's probably the only three episodes I've mentioned <laughs> it for whatever reason, but I don't yeah. I'll grab a hold of that fruit. Yeah. It's, All right, Scott, you got to give us something here. Uh, well, you guys aren't going to like it. At least someone's not going to really be happy with it. Um, okay, so pop culture. This is uh, something going on um, in the the realm of, uh, you know, postmodern, um, anything goes. There's no real definition for anything. Um, so have you guys heard of tomato popsicles? No. Is that uh, like code Do- for butt plug? <laughs> <laughs> sort of, yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. What? So, 
So there are. This is what you're bringing today after being on hiatus <laughs> for seven That's years. That's why I, I, I warned you. Uh, there's a subset of a subset of culture that wants to emulate uh, the opposite sex, and so since the opposite sex has periods, they want to have blood coming out of some orifice in their body. So okay, which freeze- which orifice? <laughs> oh. Yeah. So you freeze up some tomato juice. No. I just want to point and out. Put it up that, your, I just want to point out that up. Kerry just looked at his watch. Like, how long do we have here? What did I do? <laughs> made, a terrible, I made a terrible a mistake. Starter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then these 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 guys who say that they're women put it up their butt, and then they get to enjoy a a period um, in their panties to feel more like a woman. This is like a real thing. No, okay. I realize I realize yeah. that, and I just threw up in my mouth, yeah. and I have to drink again. Yeah. I got a burrito downstairs. I'm waiting on me. <laughs> That's a different type of butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. horrible. Please tell me we have better than this. Yeah. No, Humanity this is-, is so creative. <laughs> what, what, what I don't get I is you're like, you, you brought the story, and then you said, well, one of you is not going to like this. <laughs> I don't know who the one is. I think I said at least one of you. But uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, this is a, a real thing that that uh, people, they, they want to, they're, they're all in, but doesn't mean that it's, you know, something to uh, affirm necessarily. Scott, what do you like, think? Hey, there's, I, I draw the line Scott, somewhere. what do you think about this? What do you think about the story? Um, I, 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 when I first saw it, I was thinking it wasn't true. Um, and then I, and then I was hoping it wasn't true. And then I can definitely see that it's something that people want to do because they, they want that full experience of oh, being geez. a woman. Well, with, I mean, with tomato, yeah. you can look at it like they're just trying to see the other person's perspective. I get it. They're just taking that to the next level. <laughs> it does it. I put on my mom's dresses when I was a little That's kid like, to like for fun, huh. but that was that. That's but interesting. It was also last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was at the, I was at my, my uh, son and Annie's daughter were uh, taking pictures at a, a our, our park that overlooks our beautiful ocean. And there was a, a guy in a pink dress, six foot two. And they're like, yeah, he goes into our bathroom every day. The what? The chicks say the that? Girl, the girl, he goes in the girl's bathroom yeah. every day. And oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I guess this happened in high school where they, they're like, okay, everybody, let's get in a circle. And oh. Uh, now we're going to share, you know, we're going to share feelings. Somebody's been watching Sebastian Maniscalco. Stop it. That's a Sebastian voice right there. <laughs> and wearing dresses too. Yeah. So. And, so, the, and as my wife pointed out, she's like, the only reason we're doing this is so that one kid who's been on TikTok a little too long can be like, I feel like a girl now. And yeah. that happened. My daughter started laughing out loud hysterically when he said it. I'm like, Good for you. Did you beat him to a pulp too? Yeah. But that happened. I'm like, what is happening? We just want to give the opportunity for everybody to feel safe. But yeah, it like, a the, like the girls. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Is, is it a surprise? Is there anything that's a surprise anymore? No. I, I, I may have shared this last, the last time I was on, but we're, our church, we're a portable church. We set up and tear down in a high school. And so recently, um, I think the state of California passed legislation that feminine products should be available for free uh, in on all campuses. Well, they installed 
feminine product vending machines in both the girls' and the guys' restrooms. Did we talk about this last time? No, but I, I found some at the office. No, not not just <laughs> not the orifice. Not just high school, <laughs> elementary, junior high, and high school. Oh my uh, in all, so we our tax dollars paid for them to install tampons and maxi pads <laughs> in a guy's restroom. It's insane yeah. to me, but oh, it does, wait, it's so, not shocking anymore. So it is. So I got this. This was yesterday. Assembly Bill 367. This is from my school district. The California State Legislature has implemented the following Assembly Bill 367, the Menstrual Equity for All Act. <laughs> Funny band name. Which, which on Monday, it's a little wordy, which but on, we're working on it. Which on Monday, I will tell all of my boys in my classroom, I'm like, if you see any boxes with uh, tampons, just destroy the box. Destroy the box instantaneously. Preserve so I, the tampons, I, though, and bring them to me. I, I, <laughs> but if you have tomato popsicles, I'll take yeah. those right I away. So my, We're doing my, a can drive. My children go to San Clemente High, and my son's like, they started to show up there, and they said they just started destroying oh my the whole thing. I'm like, fantastic. Just continue to destroy it and go shove it. Like shove it in the tailpipe, you know, banana in the tailpipe, shove the tampons in the tailpipe of the assistant principal and the principal. <laughs> like it's he so slipped, stupid. He slipped into Trump there. Like yeah, Trump yeah. is like Trump is putting bananas in people's tailpipe. Where is Jeff on the alcohol <laughs> spectrum right He's now? He is <clears throat> Governor Gavin Newsom on October 8, 2021 requires free menstrual products and bathrooms in all California public schools, yeah. community colleges, and Cal State University campuses. Great. Yeah. It'd be cool if it was like M-I-N like spelled that way like minstrel minstrel yeah that like there's like lutes <laughs> and flutes are showing up everywhere there's like tights now how come it's Less, not everyone's getting lessons oh how come it doesn't God. say um minstrel oh, tis I tis I was a tampon how come it's not womanstrel oh okay I would I would prefer that why, uh, why associate that with men it's terrible <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll we'll get that up right after we complete yeah, that, getting her story. Yeah, that's um, insensitive, classes. Gavin. <laughs> hey, yeah. this episode of Libs of TikTok has been brought to you by. <laughs> All right, <laughs> hey, they need a platform somewhere. They keep getting you know canceled by these platforms. All right, what's the question of the day? Oh, by the way, you, a song of songs that came up yeah. initially, and um, yeah, Carrie loves that. <laughs> Is that how do people feel about how does the average Christian? I need the listener to know what Jeff just rubbed Zach's leg and it didn't even affect him. I think Jeff's having a good day. I just, yeah. the listener needs to know. I'm people need to, to see this, guys. They need to see your show. By the way, live bo- Bros by is coming soon. Yeah. 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 I, um, one of my, um, love languages is, is physical touch. And so Jeff supplied that a little bit. So thank you. You were going to say something about Song of Songs? Song of Songs. Did you keep saying you're avoiding Solomon? Any special well, reason? So- Song of Solomon hap- was like a bet more back in the day. Nowadays, we don't mm-hmm. actually think Solomon wrote it. So it was kind of more traditional if they associate it with Solomon, but... Song of Saul, woman. Maybe. <laughs> woman. We can change history. It's okay. Stupid. Change Song of Saul, a woman, stroll show. Yeah. Uh, erotica in the Bible. How do you guys feel about that? Because it, it is. That's like straight up erotica. What's Never, your, what's your favorite one? What's your favorite verse? I'd have to, gosh. Well, I know there's like climbing. Climbing the tower. Climbing the tower. Climbing the tower. Um, 
climbing the palm trees, grabbing, grabbing the, the fruit, gra- gra- and, yep, yeah. grabbing hold of the fruit. He talks about her throat a lot. Yeah, and, and the images are a little weird, but mm-hmm. back then, back in the day, that was like finding your uncle's porn in the woods, kind of a That's thing. That's where Steve, Steve Miller got the line for that song on the Joker, right? Really like your <laughs> yeah. peaches, want to shake your, your tree. trees. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. You know what's great about that song is I haven't I thought about that biblical. song in at least 20 years well, until you just brought it up. And I hope to never hear about it again <laughs> for another 20 years. I will yeah. listen to it on my way home. It's that biblical. a great song. Well, you, yeah. you know, I will sing along. If it comes on in a bar, it's fun. It's fun. But I confess, I don't listen to Steve Miller that often. Yeah, I think uh, since most Christians, let's just say, uh, think that the Bible is... A, the inspired word of God and that this is a book of the Bible, then there's, they think that there's some purpose that God has in, in um, having this communicated to us. Um, So yeah, they've, you've got to, if you believe the Bible is inspired and this is part of it, then you got to take it for what it is. What is it? Uh, Well, there's a number of things. Uh, Well, there's at least two. So there could be, well, there, there is this actual physical relationship between a man and a woman, um, but then there's also a secondary allusion to, um, uh, the, to Christ and the church. Um, it's not, it might not be a necessary connection, but there's at least some We add illusion. that, though. Well, not—well, not, yeah. If you just yeah, take yeah. the text itself— well, we well, add that back into well, it. Well, yeah, but but you have this this language of of the church marrying Jesus, like the church is the bride of right. Christ. So it's it's not it's not just it's not a far fetched out of the blue. But connection. that's not in the text, is all I'm saying. It does. They understood, it, meta- it they understood metaphor. It back doesn't. Then. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be in the text for there to be a connection. But we have to add that connection back in after the fact. Because that's not what the original author was writing about. Well, but but that's why these were two actual know, people okay, that weren't married. No, but married. that's why that's why it's it's a belief that the Bible is inspired. So who who wrote it was yeah. inspired. They don't have to know everything that comes after. But that's something we're adding to the text after the fact, or or some or you could or pulling from the text. <laughs> yeah, or, or why not say re- recognizing in the text this illusion that the prophets back back then did not understand because because Christ yeah. hadn't come yet and there was no church yet. So yeah, you you could say it like kind of nefariously. Oh yeah, they're adding adding you're adding, adding nefariously to my text. <laughs> no, because that's how you're saying it. No, you're yeah, you it. are. I'm saying facts. I don't. I, I just, don't know. About I, deal, that. I don't know. If you haven't listened to this podcast long, I Zach add I I. I I barter in biblical facts. <laughs> caveats and facts. That's yeah. what I would say. Yeah. yeah. Caveats, caveats for sure. But I do believe, I do think that that the the beauty of it is it does it does help I think Christendom realize that intimacy and sex is not just meant for procreation, that there is supposed to be majesty in that and let's have fun. I mean, in, even in that text they're making love in fields and they're doing yeah. crazy kinky things, which I think I think that, in my opinion, and of course the accurate opinion, but <laughs> in the biblical context of marriage, I believe that as long as it's not illegal, let's go for it and it yeah. honors God. 
Not I, me and you, Zach, but like <laughs> you were making eye contact with yeah. me. I directly looked at you, so let's go for it. He didn't break con- eye contact the entire time saying that. Whoa, I like that too. But it's so many times. I mean, just hearing well, Matt Walsh. A lot of us, most people know who he is. He's, you know, for whatever you think about him, he was on Rogan, and they got into it a little bit about you know, marriage and marriage between a man and a woman. And it was kind of an interesting inter, uh, exchange, but having that view where it's marriage is about having children and everything. And, and Matt Walsh was very strict on that in a way where it's like, maybe not him, maybe he doesn't think this way, but there's a lot of people throughout history that if you're not having kid, like it is, you have sex to have kids. It's not about fun. Um, and and a woman's worth was in what whether they could provide children and so which is a whole other can of worms but man my parents were it's like so that. fun sex is so oh really yeah okay. I'm one of seven and they did not use contraceptives they thought that that was wrong because we're gonna be fruitful and multiply my mom had three miscarriages really so there would have been how ten of us oh oh my god she I was dating my wife we were almost engaged and she was pregnant had a miscarriage. Uh, and so that was like, gosh, 20 years ago. So my mom was in her 50s. And so now they changed their tune on that. I think on that one, I, one time I was with my dad and he was buying condoms. <laughs> he was like in his 50s. Like, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> yeah. He's like, Sarah, yeah. Sarah had a baby when she was 90. That's right. That's right. But that was there. That was, uh, I was raised in a kind of a fundamentalist in okay. Baptist environment. So bring back a nap to a certain extent. I like, I like how you moved away from your mic, but we heard that. Uh, sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> I tried. Yeah, and there is a command to be fruitful and multiply. Now, does that extend uh, uh, to today? There, there's a case that can be made where it's, where it doesn't doesn't necessarily extend to everybody today. And Paul Paul talks about um, if you could remain single, remain single. If you know if that's something that 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 you're okay with, fine. There's no there's no obligation uh, to get married and have have kids, right? Yeah. So, and actually, you can. Um, well, I thought about a couple of things. One is Paul. So don't let me forget that. Put a pin in the Paul. Paul. Paul in the pen. Paul. Paul. The pen. Paul pen. <laughs> um, but Kellogg, the guy that Kellogg's cereal, like, I've read that that guy. One of the reasons he created his cereal was to lower sex drive, or his products was because he was very strict on like, don't be having. If you have a high sex drive, you're going to have sex just for fun and God forbid, like, let's not do that. So, which is just, it's, it's wild. And Carrie, you're, that, that is fascinating. Like that's a, I don't know. It'll come back to me. I had, I had a question. That's the pre-alcohol. We can talk about it whenever you want to. I was homeschooled my whole life. Really? Same. Yeah. In a, an organization by a guy uh, named Bill Gothard, fundamentalist Baptist dude. And uh, and 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 quasi cult leader, if I may. Oh, nice. Um, but you know the Duggars, right? Nineteen yeah. County. Yeah, yeah. Same exact thing that I grew up in. My mm. sisters had to wear dresses for a portion of my upbringing, and uh, it was crazy. We couldn't listen to music that had a syncopated beat because a syncopated beat was of the devil. Yeah. I just <laughs> saw. We just video. saw that classic video of that guy explaining. Jesus well, loves me. me this yeah. I know. Really? Oh, Book we are harnessing Satan right now. <laughs> oh my God. I'm Could sorry. Satan? Syncopated beat. What is that? It would have been awesome if in that, if in that, is it like uh, six beats or interview, 
Like a one, Jesus two. Jesus loves me. This side. No. So rhythmatic. So in that's, other words, that's on the one, one of the that's, three. That's not syncopated. And he's, and actually his definition of syncopated is not right anyway, but whatever. It's stupid. But yeah, so you would say instead of being like, Jesus loves me, this, like instead of that, it would be Jesus loves me, this, I know. It's oh, all. Now, if Andy didn't stop right there, we might harness Satan. Satan. Like, I actually, I feel like you felt people. it happen. I was on the edge. Yeah, <laughs> so your your hips started. On, th- it's based on uh, Exodus when Moses is in Mount, si- on Mount Sinai. And, uh, and he's, get, he's getting the download from the Lord. And then the Lord says, hey, you need to go back to the camp. There's a sound of war. And that is the passage that's the, the crux for that theology. And so he, the, it was the sound of war. And it was a syncopated beat. And they were, I, there was a strong idol worship. And that's what the, where that whole, mm. the, I may not be the greatest at explaining this, but that's where the, doing well. the crux of that. I don't think there, I don't, I don't, I think it doesn't, it just say like symbols and tambourines. Like it doesn't sure. necessarily, which is why a lot of like the super, type of beat that's no, there. Sure. 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 I thought I was supposed to build my house upon the rock. <laughs> 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 it's in the Bible. It says to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's wrong here. It's not me. Which is why Chevy is super biblical. Yeah. yeah. So we did have. Uh, I'm gonna like a rock. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut to my <laughs> not chase. Actually, a rock. Christian adjacent. Uh, so, <laughs> Scott, you had sent. You had sent the. Uh, I think it was Matt Whitman. Mormon. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, the ten. The ten hour Bible man. Yeah. What is it? The ten, ten hour. Minute, yeah. Ten minutes. Ten minute Bible hour. Ten minute Bible hour. I remember we've we, had him on before. I remember, yeah, I remember we had discussed this. I'm like, should we go to ten minutes? Because you know, anyway. Um, and I, I, we I did went, ten minutes on butt plugs. <laughs> we did <laughs> on tomato popsicles. Golly. To be specific, Gavin Newsom said it so. Uh, so <laughs> uh, beat that Whitman. Yeah. So I went. I went down the Whitman. The Whitman. Uh, Hole? Good grief. <laughs> All right. <laughs> is that Nobody's what they're going to say anything to that is one. That anyway. Is that what they're calling it? This leads That's to orthodoxy. This leads to orthodoxy. Now, so I want you guys to just listen to this conversation that Matt Whitman, who is the uh, 10 minute Bible hour man with an orthodoxy priest. Orthodox. Orthodox. Well, Eastern Orthodox. Uh, I think. Yeah, yeah. Orthodox. And and just listen to the conversation, and then I'd love to hear what you guys think. Not, that's not, the reason that image is not perfect is because that's not, I don't want somebody to say, oh, so you're saying that if I'm not orthodox, there's no, there's no energy, there's no life to make Christianity. No, I'm not saying that at all. It's, Do you have this on Candace, Candace Owens' but, speed? But there is a difference. And uh, we see that in, at the end no. of uh, the first chapter of Ephesians, when, when St. Paul calls the church the fullness of him who fills all in all. So that's why I say when we when we recite the creed, when we read the scriptures, there there needs to be some sort of common understanding, and and that's that's unfortunately the tragedy of Christianity today is we read the same things, we profess the same things, but are we professing the exact same faith? There's a lot of really significant and essential disagreements there. So would I look at you and say, well, you're you're not in the Orthodox Church and therefore you're not a Christian? No, I wouldn't say that at all. I would say this is somebody who I believe is seeking Christ with the best understanding that he has. Bless his heart. heart, And God can do with that what he wants. It's not my place to to judge where you are in your relationship with Christ. If I were to do that, I'd be worse off for it. (laughs) That's not my place. My place is to seek God. 
but it does sound like a little bit of like, now I would never say that about you, but I'm kind of saying it about you. A it's not bit. my place to tell you how far off you are. Yeah. It seemed like he was saying the Orthodox church is the right interpretation. Right. And I just, I just can't, how we all feel. I just can't say you're not a Christian, but you have the, you have, you're outside of a chances the organization. Are. Yeah. Chances are right. Because yeah. he's saying 2000 years ago, the Orthodox church wanted to find what was the Christ church and Orthodox church was it. Yeah. It's a little anachronistic because the Catholics say the same thing and there's a split between the Catholics and then you got the Catholics and the Lutherans and then you get Orthodox, I think after that. And what that was like the 1600s or something like that. Then there was the great Calvary Chapel <laughs> uprising of 1830 <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And then yeah. you have Eastern Orthodox and then you have other Orthodox like, like the this part partially uh the war in Ukraine with Russia there's there's a par, there's some sense of the Russian orthodox um saying that whatever orthodoxy they have in Ukraine is not right and it's it's antithetical to uh the Russian orthodox so y- y- yeah you everyone thinks they're right of course why could, or else why would they believe what they believe mm. but it's anachronistic to go oh the orthodox our orthodox church they were the ones 2000 years ago that's athanasius right. and all the you know, church fathers it's kind of it's kind of weird because and the catholics say the same thing they ever say that and orthodox yeah. just means or ortho or yeah or ortho- like the accepted yeah the standard basically yeah yeah and so technically everyone is their own Orthodox, unless you're asking me on most yeah. days. I'm like, oh. But you do have an Orthodox. You do. I do. I do. Yeah. I, I try to call him out on that. And he he kind of just yeah. ignores it all the time. That's not, I just try to like get you riled up. Maybe. <laughs> he's also, he's also a quasi fundamentalist. He doesn't like yeah. to admit it. I do hear, I do hear tones of that. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't take, you can take the fun out of the fundamentalist, but you can't take me out <laughs> the of the mental. Funda. You well, can't, you can't take the mental out. Let's listen to a little bit, a little bit more. Here. Please do. In the best way I know how, and I believe that he has revealed the Orthodox church to be the church that, that he, he granted on Pentecost, that the Holy Spirit founded, that the, the apostles began. And so that's the path that I have to follow. In light of that, the, the Western view and, and I would argue, and this is a place where I, I suspect we might see it slightly differently. Mm-hmm. I would argue the biblical view of salvation is that clearly Christ did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mm -hmm. That's what happened on the cross. There is an atonement. There is a, there is a resolution to corruption and sin. There is an initiation of a kingdom that happens now and also in its complete realization later, not a problem for a God operating beyond the boundaries of time, mm-hmm. seems linear to us within it. And so there is this resolution to sin and death that is defeated in the cross by the, here's the word where I think we might disagree, substitutionary atonement of Christ. Right. And my understanding is that the Orthodox don't see that in the text quite the same way. Right, right. Yeah, there's... There's there's a, a, a very different view on this, but I'd start by saying this. I think we made a mistake in history when Christians came along and said, I want to be able to take the mystery of salvation and fit it into one paradigm. I think we run into a huge problem there because the mystery of salvation is so vast, so grand, and it is so mysterious. Can it really fit into one simple story? Now he's talking my language. Aspects of it. 
But this is not something you really see the fathers of the church doing a whole lot of. There were a couple theories early on, but but um, the idea that that uh, um, Christ's death was a payment to the devil, Saint Gregory Nazianzus again came along sure. and said, "I don't know if I we, we can really say that." Though. Yeah, it didn't get a lot of attraction, and then Anselm came along with with his theory. With each of these these theories, I would say we have some issues, and the the big problem I think there's a couple that we have with substitutionary atonement. Um, the first is that, it, with many, not all, but with many people who believe it, death is a punishment created by God. Um, we would have a significant issue with that. That would not be yeah, and I, I was going to say necessarily not. the the whole of Protestantism either. R- right. I think I think that the take you would get there would be death is an inevitability of imperfection and deviation from the perfection of God and His standards means that. Just the result of that imperfection is entropy. The second you guys ever want me to pause, which no, is much okay. closer, yeah, to kind of what we what we would say. The the, the bigger problem, though, is that um, there's a sense in which what what needed to be rectified. What was the problem that needed to be rectified? And that's that's where a lot of the answers we find um, insufficient and and problematic. Um, one of the one of the ideas that goes around is that somehow God's sense of justice was injured. But we would say, well, wait a minute. Sin, sin doesn't affect God; it affects us. And so, even without those details, because pa- again, you there's, there's, there. this gets more- yeah. So, sin doesn't affect God; it affects us. Well, whether whether it quote unquote affects God or not, He still has a reaction to it. So, it, it doesn't matter if you use the word "affect" or not; He still does something about it. So it's kind of it's kind of an arbitrary word to assign to God "affect." Like you, you have to define that very specifically. Well, Jesus coming, Jesus going to the cross, dying for our sins, the purpose was not for God. The purpose was to affect us. Like, I'll take everything away. Well, no, I, so I Depends would say. Depends on who you ask. Yeah, I would, I would say. Fuck the, off. <laughs> I, I would say the purpose, I would say it's both. That, that Scott and I agree, see? It's, it's both. Okay, so where's the lightning bolt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's both for God and for us that he, he didn't just he didn't just send Jesus just for us. He sent it for himself, too. There had to be uh, a payment for sin. And that's the part that where I think the Anselm thing, I think that's where we get, that was kind of in feudal times where it's like, if you, if you, make a mistake against a Lord or somebody of high stature, your punishment was exponentially greater because they were of high stature. And so, and some at the time, that's kind of where we get like, well, if you sin against an, a perfect God, an infinitely perfect God, you deserve infinite punishment mm-hmm. because he is that perfect. Mm-hmm. And that comes from a medieval view of like punishment. It doesn't necessarily come from the Bible. We we, yeah. we impart that into uh, the Bible. Yeah, well, Kinda. well, we got Hebrews though, where where Revelation. it's like the blood of bulls and goats will never take away sin. So it so there had to be a better sacrifice. So okay, yes, yeah, so medieval had, but I believe that's what times. people needed. I I don't believe that's what God needed. Like I can't. This this is where like. My, people needed it, but then God sends Jesus. Well, this is where I get because the heretical people, probably. But people were doing those other sacrifices, so people needed the sacrifices. They were doing the sacrifices. Yeah, but then now all of a sudden they need some better sacrifice, and then and then Jesus goes and cleanses the temple that's in heaven. That's kind of a weird. That I I find that weird. If it's only 
if it's only because people needed it, but Jesus doesn't just cleanse the earthly temple. He goes and cleanses the temple in heaven. When it, where is that? Hebrews. Revelation 6, tw- roughly, chapter 6. Revelation 21, 8. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars. Enneagram. They you didn't w- mention the Enneagram. Did it. It <laughs> said it right there in the Enneagrammers. Uh, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that means. So what are Does we that, talking about? I yeah. don't know. Are we talking about <laughs> atonement? Sure are we mentioned, about? <laughs> that's a good question. What, what I will say about Matt Whitman is like, again, past guest, hopefully future guest, really smart dude. He's doing this occasional series where he'll meet with somebody that practices differently than him and he'll dialogue with them in a way that's super healthy. Right. And in our best what we do too is like, obviously Scott and I are very different, you know, like everyone's a different hybrid of things and there's certain things we agree on and disagree on, but we're still friends and we recognize that. And that's, I think a beautiful thing that's missing from a lot of dialogue just in general. And so hat tip to Matt Whitman, um, 10 minute Bible hour for having those dialogues with uh, people that he, they don't see eye to eye and, Maybe there's one piece. I feel like we talked more about the history of the concepts than the concepts themselves that were mentioned in there. So maybe there's one little nugget that we want to latch onto. There's a, wow. That's, what a, was the, that's a mental image. <laughs> Latching onto a nugget. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah. You want to, you, you guys want to play another minute? Sometimes um, when you pull well, the plug how, out. How about, how about a more uh, fundamental question? Um, even, oh. even if it's what humans, even if it's what humans required, if it's some, if it's something that God instituted, wouldn't that then make it something that God requires? Uh, good question. Like, can God decide to just? I don't know. Can you rephrase it again? <laughs> can God create a rock so big? Yeah, it's kind of a little bit. <laughs> like God is um, bound by his his sense of justice. God is limited to that in a sense. Well, well, so Which I'm not using well, no, meaningly. Well, that is that is true. God is ba- God is bound to his characteristics. Yes, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm saying I'm saying something slightly different. Where if God institutes something, then that's the requirement. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be this uh, uh, eternally uh, ancient thing. Like from the beginning, like it would have the 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 standard would have to pop up e- eternally at the same time with God. Which I mean, I'm saying it. it it means it's always existed or can God institute something in time that humans have to follow? So whether, whether humans require it or not, can God institute something that humans have to follow? God can, and God can do whatever God wants. My question is whenever we touch on atonement is like, can God just forgive? No, he can't. He can't. And that's the part. Oh, wait, what'd you say? He can't? He can't. Yeah. Casey. I've, that's I your name, it's right? It's Carrie, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm not God. I, I can just forgive you. Yeah, boy. Oh that's why I you're the this. guest, Scott. <laughs> now, that's where I'm, I confess, like, I'm just yeah. not there. Like, the idea of me as a parent, and I'm... I'm comparing myself to God right now. I appreciate it. But on a very small <laughs> level, like in, in my best moments, 
I can just forgive. I don't require anything of my kids. And the idea that if God is all powerful and a personal relationary God um, with agency between us and, and God's self, gender free, that's for Scott. <laughs> okay. Um, Zod. God, the idea that God can't just Zod Zod self. Z- Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Butt plugs and I mean, gender free. You might as well. I mean, because there are no rules, right? Yeah, that was like Superman 2. <laughs> yeah. No, that was. But don't, don't lose it. The idea that this God that's personal and is beyond time and space can't just forgive and is limited um, is just beyond me. And I'm just not there right now. Take it away. And maybe never. Well, no, I think a, a question would be then. Um, Gentle. Do you, do you, so I think what you're saying is that, that there are no, there are no laws to the nature of God because he can flex on any direction. Is that what I'm, I'm hearing you say? Um, I, well, I'm, I'm partial to, um, I, well, I, I, I know love, love is the definition of love and agape love is sure. what I, that's the fullest version of God that I can latch onto right now. Now I, I recognize whatever I say now is an opinion. Sure. It, so there's the caveat. Um, and so, you know, read the Corinthians, love is patient, love is kind, keeps no record of wrongs. Like the, the agape love that's self-sacrificial mm-hmm. embodied by Christ, giving himself up on the cross. That's what I see is like, it's giving himself, emptying himself as opposed to, the penal substitutionary, which is like God had to kill himself. If, if Jesus is God, God had to kill himself to satisfy his own uh, wrath. And that just, it sounds like nonsense to me. Yeah. So, but so love, I mean, it's self-sacrificial. And so love can just submit and give in and it can be painful. Um, we all know people that, can't experience that type of love. Like they fight against it and they're in their own version of hell or wrath where no amount of love can, they have to come around like the prodigal son. Like he's got to come back at some point, but that love's are always there. There's no like, Oh, well, well mm. we got to substitute something mm. before mm. you come back to the family for the party. We're going to have to kill something first. Like, but isn't that, that a good example of the, the son came, had to come back to the father in order to, to receive the father's forgiveness like that, that I don't think you can separate that from right. the idea. And, and then in, in, in that first Corinthians 13, where the, like what it says, love, what, what, how it defines love. So God is patient. Okay. Well, is he patient or can he not do other than love? So if he's patient, that would, that at least implies there's that. a need for patience. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. I'm a parent. Yeah. Like he's always waiting. This this doesn't mean there's no like sin or there's no mm. consequences and stuff. It just means that always waiting, always ready. Like like forgiveness is one thing. Reconciliation is a different thing. That's like that's a two-party deal. Like Yeah. I I can't I can't make Mike so well, I'll, I'll use my myself as an example during my rebellious phase. My parents, the love was always there. They were disappointed. They were hurt. They were angry even, and consequences happened. But in my worst moments, like 
the forgiveness was there on their side, but the reconciliation isn't there until I, I, I do some of that math. I agree with that. But but that's different than you guys <laughs> say, God can't just forgive. He can't. We, uh, we uh, so in, and that's that, the part that's because, the rub for me because in the Bible, over and over, forgiveness is tied to repentance. The, yes, to repentance and faith, over and over. Like you can't, you can't escape it. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah, yeah. but he died but f- by faith. He he died. Jesus died with faith. It was Christ's faith for those who believe. For us, for for those, on our behalf, for those who believe. But the, the verse says, "For those who believe, I, we can find passages." Yes, yes. Romans three twenty six uh, or twenty two, and yeah, but it says, "And he's chambered by the faith of Christ <laughs> for those." By the faith of Christ for those who believe. It's in the same verse. You're like you're reading half of the sentence. Well, let me let me ask this question, Zach. For and I don't want. I'm not trying to. I'm what I'm not trying to do is pin myself and Scott against you. Why not? That's the fun but part. It's actually yeah, it's a very part. exciting thing to do. My my question would. By the way, Scott, when as I listen, you and I line up so much theologically, which they may never invite me back now. I just open my mouth again. <laughs> but just, the room is starting to like tilt that, in that yeah, direction. Yeah. It, I, we can talk about some specific episodes if you want to, but that's another story. But what? Why is it that you have landed on the fact that God just chooses to forgive, and the concept of God is love, which really there's only two scriptures we find and we find more scriptures that are in line with the fact that God is holy. So why is it that that's the theology that you've landed on that God is love and he just chooses to forgive rather than the fact that God is holy and there has to be a reconciliation. I'm just curious. I don't know if it was like experience for you or your faith journey, but what you chose one. Point to me on the theological doll where they touched you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My holy special no-no place. Uh, Carrie, that's a really good question for Zach. I want to hear this answer, and you know what? Uh, You know, I want to hear it right now. We'll be right back (laughs) after the break. We'll be back in 2024 for good American life. Listen, potential sponsors, this is the moment where you two could get your name attached to butt plug chatter. You guys keep working on on the impressions. They're good. Your Trump is killer. Yeah. I liked your walk-in impression, and I liked you did another one. They were giving you so much stuff for it, and you just keep it up, Andy. They were giving you so much butt plugs for it, Andy. I got to work on it. As a listener, it's entertainment, so... What was the uh, what was that impression? Oh, that's so You're, true. I forget who it was specifically. Stop Not, filibustering, Peterson. 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 Oh yeah, we all. There yeah, was another one. We all work on this, our Peterson. This conversation's hard. <laughs> Kermit <laughs> the Frog. All right, Zach. It's the same. To same. you, it's the same. I'm or glad miss- I'm sitting down because it's hard. <laughs> I do. Everything I do is have hard. another minute. I do have another minute of our ten minute Bible hour, but keep. I want to. I want you to answer that, Zach. So many songs about rainbows. (laughs) Why do you fall on forgiveness? I hope. Uh, because it's the best. It's the best version of. As a human, it feels good. (laughs) Yeah, and I well Well, actually, and as as a human, we're we're called to do that. We're called to forgive forgive others without justification. What was? What was Christ doing on the cross? Mark eleven twenty five. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. I'm sorry, what? Here's the back. It, <laughs> Sounds conditional to me. Well, 
Um, now I'm not making an argument, but that- the, the condition is not, the condition is not for them to receive your forgiveness. The condition for God to forgive you is that, you is you forgiving others. Forgiving. The condition for them to receive your there is no condition for them to receive your forgiveness. Yeah, yes, that's yes. one aspect. I'm, but I'm but saying. then there's the second part where why so that God will forgive you as there's a conditional statement in there. I gotcha. I hear you. Yeah. But which is the why, which is the disconnect that Zach and I are having? Which well, is yeah. Zach is having a disconnect with Casey and I actually. Carrie. Also, Carrie. Who's counting? Carrie, Casey. What's his name? <laughs> Carrie. Haja Carrie? Carrie. Didn't I say, I didn't say you that say, yet, huh? No, you said, well, you did initially, but you said Casey twice now. He's not here. He just it's walked right. out. So it's good. a good he thing he, he believes. Say KG next time. That's yeah, a good one. K- yeah, yeah. In spite of Casey's self, Casey's self <laughs> believes <laughs> in forgiveness. And he, Casey's self will forgive you for. <laughs> yeah. Scott, Casey's our friend in fantasy football. <laughs> Was he in the league? Yes, yeah. he was. Uh, oh I hope hopefully God. I didn't beat him. Are you then, serious? Yeah. That's like the general manager of one of the better breweries around here. Get it Dose right, Dosen Brewing, man. and whenever you want to sponsor us, Casey, we'll be ready. No, I mean, he will be sponsoring oh, us. That, so we're going to do confused. a live podcast got, in his... I got confused. Yeah, okay, we're going to do a live podcast in his about brewery. an actual person in so Casey that I w- we know. I will say this. Here's the one that's probably the most challenging... To the idea that there is a requirement there, and that which it's is conditional, Luke, which yeah, that is conditional. So it's Jesus said, "Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing." Mm-hmm. So that that's probably the one that sticks out that says, "Hmm, it doesn't line up as cleanly as yeah, as the rest." It's not like forgive them if they recognize it. It feels like let them be. Well, especially because it's they don't know what they're doing, which implies there's they wouldn't be coming. For, yeah. for who, reconciliation, right? Who who doesn't know what they're doing? They, maybe, we, <laughs> they, maybe, yeah. We, maybe yeah. So in the passage, it just talks. It talks. They, it just finishes talking about them dividing. Even God was well done pronouns <laughs> back there. Yeah, uh, that that the centurions were dividing his clothes, like drawing lots to divide his clothes. That is prophesied in Psalms. So. I, why? Why is it like? Why does Jesus have to be talking about the entire world? There, there, there are three better options. There's, there's the Jews who chose to to kill to kill Jesus instead of instead of killing, no no hold on before you go Barabbas. into that it's okay I think we can shortcut it but so is the is the statement that uh, forgiveness is conditional and absolute because if oh, wait, say that, say is that the statement that for that. God's forgiveness is conditional. Is that absolute? Yes. All, all the examples. Yeah, but it this is. is. So what is, how does this one fit but that? You, you, you would, it would be a, a stretch to tie Jesus' statement on the cross to the, the doctrine of reconciliation and redemption. Because you can't say, because Jesus said, Father, forgive them, that that means that they are now forgiven. He's just saying, hey, there's so many possibilities of that because when you look at multiple layers of scripture within that, you find that there are conditions to salvation. This is my belief. I know that not everyone in this room agrees. Whoa, caveat city. Hit the button. Caveats. <laughs> oh, he does, he's I'm not just, hooked up. I'm just helping you. Yeah, Jeff has my dongle. <laughs> oh, Caveats are contagious. Can I just say that? Caveats. I, I appreciate them. So, so the, the, the gospel is inclusive and exclusive at simultaneously. It is inclusive in that all who believe are welcome to receive the free gift of salvation. It's exclusive in the fact that you Amen. can 
reject Jesus. And therefore, you don't receive. That's God's yeah. wrath on display. The rejection of Jesus means that I've not, I've not surrendered my life to him, received salvation. Therefore, God's wrath is displayed because he can't change his nature. And when I die, I'll spend an eternity in hell. Okay, this goes No, down. that is orthogonal to the, to the point, though. <laughs> this goes... The point is, it exa- the example there is Jesus is setting up a scenario that implies forgiveness without... But, qualification. But, okay, but I don't what does forgiveness what mean? Yeah. What does forgiveness yeah, what does it mean? Okay, but okay, first, who who is he referring to? We're not, you guys aren't talking it, about forgiveness. No. Well, no, no. Maybe. It's a different... What's the definition well, of forgiveness? That's probably you good. Talking about, not talking about forgiveness? Like, what does forgiveness mean? Like, honestly, like, what do you guys think it's the a, word it's forgiveness a, it's means? A, well, it's a prayer. It's not a demand. He's he's not... Yeah. He, no, he, but what does the word forgiveness mean? What is the, the yeah. act of forgiveness? What does that mean? Yeah, is, is absolving someone of some wrong that they have done. And the better not as be. long as they do a certain thing. No, no, no. It's because, just no. It's it's just it's just making that making it as if they did not commit yeah. the wrong. And I, it doesn't. No, how how you get there is not part of forgiveness. All I'm saying is, oh, it's not. God can just forgive. Wait, hold uh, on. The defi- it's not? No, no, he's asking the he's de- asking definition no. of forgiveness. Yeah, how not, you get there isn't what, part of but it. But Zach, but he <laughs> did not say define God's objective or def- definition of forgiveness. Yeah, I didn't say that. He but just said I was trying to like yeah. start back at just, square. Like, yeah, let's get the definition. Just intact. the word forgiveness. Laying a trap is is yeah. is absolving someone of their guilt. It doesn't, in the definition itself, does not say how you obtain forgiveness. It's just what forgiveness is. Because that, because you, you were trying to be very specific. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so forgiveness is just that, absolving someone of their guilt. What does Webster say? Oh, Webster <laughs> says that, changed the definition of a lot of things, right? Lately. So I don't think yeah. that's the, yeah. theologically accurate. Yeah. I, don't, I don't believe that Jesus' prayer on the cross was salvific I, in nature. I do right. not believe that that prayer was the forgiveness of the sins of mankind. I think that was the compassion of our Savior on display in the most horrific moment of his life. Sure. So I, I don't believe it was salvific. So not all right. sins to be forgiven require some other condition. Not all sins. You have to. Can you? Yeah. So if, hear if Jesus, if Jesus, Son of God, is forgiving for someone for an act that uh, it's, I, it sounds like you guys are saying that it's that it's specific, not to, uh, not to the whole act of crucifying Jesus, but to the specifics about his clothes, which seems oh. really oddly specific. But well, no, it's it's not. Well, I, I guess you you probably could say it's not even effectual. So it, like, it's not necessarily absolving them of their sins. If they repent, they will be forgiven. So let's take the example of the, of the woman caught in adultery. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. I don't want to, I don't want to rat hole. It's, I think rabbit this, holes. This one. <laughs> rat holes feels, are worse. Feels, yeah. The rat holes are worse, but this one. We're in New York now. I, okay. So let's say, let's say there's sin that there's there, the, they are forgiven for that specific sin of crucifying Jesus. Okay. Okay. They still have all the other sins that they've committed in their life. So then are not all sins requiring... So is this in this category of sins that don't require some, a a, some additional condition? Yeah. Well, why, well, why can't No, it's there? not actually just a one-off. It's, an, it's a new category. We have... Yeah. We, if it's not, if it doesn't have to do with your salvation, then no, what God, God can forgive you unconditionally. What I'm saying is that statement of Jesus was the compassion of our Savior on display 
It was not doctrine passed down saying that now because Jesus said this, you are now, all humanity is forgiven without any repentance, without any belief, because that wouldn't line up uh, homiletically and hermeneutically with but is the it remainder just two of scripture. Different, is, so, is there multiple categories there now though? Of no. which of which, And it would be just for them. It would be just for those crucifying Jesus to extend it to the whole world. Well, that's the thing. All, he, all I don't of humanity. Uh, I don't know. Cause okay. now we have to like, where do we draw the line on any, anything in the Bible then? At, well, which, no, be, at be, which point? No, I, I mean, I, I gave, I gave the, like there, the people, there are the, the Jews that are, that chose to crucify him instead of sending Barabbas yeah. to, to be dead, to, to be dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Romans who actually crucified him. And then the specific people who, the specific uh, uh, guards that were, uh, casting lots for his clothes. Those are three bet, way better uh, people groups than the entire world. Now, Casey and I, Carrie, Carrie it's okay. You can call me Casey. That's only f- the fourth time. It's fine. Carrie and I might disagree on that. Former, he, when you that, walked on, away. Scott, on I that, forgive you. On, that's, <laughs> on that specific, we might disagree on that. The specificity. But, yeah. But to say that it extends to all sins for all humanity for all time that that's too much of a too much of a stretch. Well, they're way they're it far might be, better. It might be if you're using that passage alone, and um, but the Carrie said something about um. Sorry, Casey. Casey, Casey. said something about yeah. uh. Casey it's pronounced can't right. the letter K, it's the letter pronounced. C. Um, can forgiveness ha- happen without repentance? Like, can can you forgive your kid without them repenting? So what yes. about Jesus healing people, forgiving them of their sins when yeah. they didn't and ask yes. for it and they get up and walk? And so I, I believe that you, Carrie, are a good man who loves his family. And I believe you fall short of the, the glory love of God. that is, yeah, that, but the glory that is like pure, unadulterated love that can just forgive. Now, I'm not saying you can't find examples in the Bible. That, that, that's a big difference too. Different conversation. I'm not an iner- inheritance. And, and here comes the beer. It's, it's not even a word. Inheritance. You should just keep going. It, you don't believe it it's inerrant. Yeah, I don't believe it's inerrant. Um, and like when I bristle a little bit when people call it God's word, even because it's like people wrote stuff about God more than it was God downloading to people. Different conversation. But that's that's where a lot of this difference comes from. I would from. love to have that conversation one day. And I think we yeah. should. We yeah. should. <laughs> because that there is the, it would be the fundamental. Oh yeah. You know, the It's the what precipice. we're jumping off yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but so here's, here's how I would communicate that. God by faith chooses to forgive, but salvation is dependent upon you choosing to believe and repent. So by faith, Jesus died. You weren't even born. You you weren't even a great, great, You don't know grandson. that. You weren't there. That's true. <laughs> so by faith, God chose to forgive you. But your salvation in eternity is dependent upon your belief and repentance. The end. You have to receive. You, so, you have to actively receive it. So God, so in that frame of reference, God, is it possible? I don't want to, I'm Kathy. This is Jordan Peterson, Kathy Newing. Newman. So what you're saying is, I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> yeah. um, God can forgive and still allow people to go to hell or put people in hell. Their punishment is hell, even though can he forgive? But since they didn't repent, he can forgive, but they don't repent. So therefore hell. 
Like, so is he, that an equation? by faith, has extended that to us, but we choose. God doesn't put people in hell. We we choose hell. Right. So they're very, very vast difference. So the people in hell, though, the possibility is that they are actually forgiven, but because they didn't repent, they're still in hell? Well, it's by faith, but the, mm-hmm. because they lost it, they died. It's over the end. So oh, they didn't no, receive that. No, they, so, they're, not forgi- they're not forgiven right. in hell Shut because up, of Scott. their sins. So I, I'm going to... I'm going to segue to God, another. I'm so much respect, more I'm gonna, respectful. To I'm going to segue to another minute of the Bible hour. But I, I watched a show where there was a phrase posed, and it was, "Do you do you need like?" And this was referred to the a wife. Do you need your wife, or do you choose your wife? And there was a huge difference between needing and and choosing. Sometimes both. Yeah. And <laughs> right. Uh, there's a Venn diagram But it somewhere. seemed like, yeah, it seemed like there was a, a, a choosing to follow uh, God, choosing Christ and needing Christ are two different things. One is there's an action of like, I'm all in on this. And the other is talking about it. And you don't get, you can talk about Christ all you want. You can talk about Jesus and God all you want. But oh, ulti- I will. But ultimately <laughs> it comes down to, do you, you choose that life because that's a very different mm-hmm. thing than like, ah, I need it. I want it, but I'm not yeah. crossing over all the, all the examples are faith and repentance in the, throughout the Bible for God's blessing is there's a, there's a, and, and forgiveness gets, is faith oh, and sorry. repentance throughout and disobedience is separation from God. Those are all the examples. Now, um, can I just put a little, cause I never directly answered your question. You did not. I will put a, <laughs> I will put a button. Um, I mean, I'll, we can do this all night, but let's go a quick Jeff's got content <laughs> and he's got content, but a little, content for this, a little button deep. of what Bye. I am very hopeful in. It comes from your Bibles. Um, <laughs> hey, did you say <laughs> hopeful in? You've been, look, you been looking at my Bible. Tell us the half verse, Zach. No, the, the um, and I don't even have the exact verse off Was my that head. Like penicillin, you're like Scott Hopefully. knows this one's coming. He said, Tell us the half verse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We are. No, right. Can I just say, by the way, I'm used sorry, to Zach. even my, the one time I was on, I, I I joked around at you a lot, Zach. But what I value about you is I hear, I hear the conflict that your life experience and your faith. And you actually have done oh, homework. Yeah. Not and most people are just choose woke or they choose faith, but don't actually know. So I actually value the journey, and I I, I just think that that is worth saying because you're you and you're still in that. And I would never be so. I don't bold. think I'll ever be out of it. Yeah, and we shouldn't. I would never be so yeah. bold to say I would. Ha- I my way is the is everything accurate, and yours is in- inaccurate. But I think that's what I do value, and I think that's what your listeners value too. Yeah. I appreciate that. Maybe and, you and Scott aren't as close as you thought yeah. you were. <laughs> well, you are. This I completely is, disagree with you just, what you just said, Casey. Hey, Casey. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate that. <laughs> Stephen. Stephen. <laughs> From this point forward, Scott, Stephen Holbert. Just get it one letter off. It's like, <laughs> Scott, what is I agree, a, Scott. But I, oh, sorry. But, no, Zach, Zach but goes, I appreciate yeah. that about like Scott and Carrie um, or Stephen and Casey. And uh, it's and all all of you fools. It's like we're gonna iron sharpening iron is an actual thing where it's like 
trying to learn from each other and having good faith conversations. And occasionally when it gets heated, it becomes less than good faith. And that's when you can like separate for a week and come back and do it again. Um, but you know, it's the, the, my deconstruction and patching things back together or just like trying to see what's up and what's down is a super long story, but I'm super hopeful. And I, I believe that there is a God and, um, Thank God. If there is a God, if there, if there is a God though, which I have to say, the idea of a God being conditional, we, we know nothing. And if, if there's a God outside of time and space that knows everything, the idea of him saying, Hey, go play in the sand. But if you get dirty, you're, you're in big trouble. It, it, that's that mm. I feel like is a very simplified and dumbed down and maybe not entirely fair. It's more complicated than that of the idea of like, you know, Adam and Eve going to the garden and then the, it's, it's like Adam and Eve almost created sin is how some Christians look at it. Like everything would have been perfect as long as they didn't fuck up. But my, my go-to hope is as an, as an Adam, all have died and in Christ, all will be made alive. Now I'm not saying that is uh, objective truth. And I know how that works out. I am saying in the fullness of eternity, I'm hopeful that that's, a good glimpse into God's nature working to restore all things. I'll just and the idea of people yeah. making temporal mistakes and going to hell forever just seems really counter to that. And, uh, um, and I just can't reconcile that to use that yeah, word. I'll make a brief statement. And then I think and I did use that word. Carrie, you had something. Um, so if, if there, if our interaction with God is not conditional, then there's, there's no difference between that and God not existing at all. Well, and that shuts our podcast down for the night. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I think, okay, here's my, my Thanks question. Thanks for being our guest, Scott. <laughs> Stephen. By the way, in the New Testament, there is a, and, and Old Testament, there is a love that is conditional based upon obedience, but that's a whole separate podcast. And but, I, I'm, not, I'm not discounting this. You guys are using verses in a way that's like, yeah, I, I get it. It's there. Like many and, verses. And it has to be contended with, but it gets back to that. Like totally. what is the Bible? So here's my question. And and as I listen, as a long time listener, first time caller. This is the last. Well, there's, right. Jeff keeps dropping That's hands. Like, time. He's like, what's <laughs> this guy? Jeff's having strokes in the corner. My, as a, as it's a season. <laughs> what's he stroking? Okay. Stroke season. Oh, okay. As a, uh, I, I, th- I feel like you're not fully honest either with yourself or with us because nice you you said you said like if there this. is a god but then you come back and you say but all redeemed through the work of Christ and and even though you say you're not sure if you believe the scripture i think you said you don't believe the scripture is inherent inerrant and i don't believe i think you said you don't believe it's infallible you don't like what people call it, it's god's word but that's your still your foundation so for me i i i wonder where is the disconnect for you, Zach, as far as I, it's almost like you're a fake deconstructionist. Like, oh. like, I don't mean that as an attack on your character, like you, you value. And I think that your strength is perspective. You don't mind seeing multiple sides. That's a great gift to, that you have. True. Whereas probably people like Scott and myself, we struggle with that because we we're in our humble yet accurate opinion. We're when right. you guys come around, I'll <laughs> nice. be forgiving. I like that. Yeah. And so uh, I just wonder, like, 
if it's if it's not the word of God, then why is it even a, a basis for you? Why is that even something that's part of your ethos and your theology? Why do you care? Yeah. Can can, can God not have written the Bible, but also the Bible contain truths that we can base our life on? Well, so that so that'd be so the verses that you hold fast and true, those are the inerrant verses. And then the verses no. that we bring up, those are the errant verses. That's no, not what he said. You're Kathy, <laughs> I know, but, I know, you're but, Kathy Newman-ing me I right know, now. but, but, but because whenever- I never said that. <laughs> I, <laughs> that was good. That one felt good. good. It's I know. It hit right. It's two Blantons in. That's when it really starts getting good. But and when- that should be a soundbite. <laughs> I never said I never said that. When Put that, 10804. When I, but when I bring up a verse- you you kind of default back to this. I don't take the Bible as inerrant, so that that's why I say that it's not out of the blue. Like moving right. the goalposts. You when I when I bring up verses and I'm bringing up multiple verses and then you go, I don't take the Bible as inerrant. It's like well, okay, so but when you say a verse, I agree though it has to be contended with. Like we we should deal with those verses. Like you should deal with those verses. Yes. Okay. Okay, but also <laughs> uh, I think I believe last episode, if I'm right. Um, is it creepy guys out that I listen so much? I believe last episode you said when the shit hits the fan, you resort back to what you know and you pray and you struggle with prayer. Yeah. And so like, there's still something there. So where's, where's that disconnect? Like why, why is it that on some occasions you go, I'm not, if this feels attacking, I don't mean that. I'm I'm actually genuinely. You're doing this so much better than Scott does. I'm just, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Carrie, where, why is it that sometimes it's like, that's a foundation that you return to, and then sometimes you it becomes something that you almost dismiss because it's in there somewhere. Because yeah. it was it was what I was given. Like if I was given something, if I was given a different worldview, and then come across something that has a different deconstruction, like the idea of coming back to your roots in a time of crisis, like that's that doesn't feel unreasonable. Um, like your kids, like when, when you're a kid, all of us were teenagers and probably had varying degrees of rebellion, but there is this sense of like, okay, yeah, I tried that and I, I come back. That's not an argument for whether your initial mm-hmm. foundation was ironclad. This is the objective truth, but it's a safe haven. And so I think there's a little bit of that with, um, with with my prayer now now it may in fact be that my what I was given is more correct than where I, where I'm at now, and I can I recognize it's super frustrating. It can be super frustrating to people that that feel more solid about what they believe. It, it feels wishy washy, and that's why I don't know. If it does feel like you know when you're making well, I don't know. I'm, it might feel frustrating to people who don't feel confident in their faith. And they they don't know how to reconcile the tension because I I think probably one thing that's important to note is all truth is held in tension. So you know we have yeah. a God who is a holy and righteous God, and He cannot have any part of sin. And we have a God who embraces the fullness of love, who is patient towards us, but also there is eternity headed towards us at the same time. Yeah, and so that that truth is held in tension. Even like when you look at the some of the great theologians like Calvin. So wait, did you say great? Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of Calvin. 
uh, he, the problem is that his son-in-law, Beza, Bezo, what, not Jeff Scott Bezos? Is clenching <laughs> Jeff his Bezos. Fist right now. Scott is clenching his fist right now. Don't, I'm, don't attack me. I don't know if that's a good... Just hang tight, hang uh, tight. So He created a website w- where you I'm can buy you. books. Okay, so, so, so listen, Jeff Bezos, Calvin's son-in-law. No, it's Beza, Beza. Yeah, Beza. Beza. Yeah. So Calvin landed on theology, but there were blanks he didn't fill in because he said, this, we don't know. Right. And then his son-in-law wanted to systemize the faith system that that Calvin had created, and that's where we get hardcore five point tulips, right? And the in these unmovable monuments and predestination, which means double predestination. If God predestined you to be saved, then that means you're predestined to Logically. go to hell. But that's not what Calvin wanted. He pointed Calvin, at me. Just no, for the I, I mean, I didn't exactly. point it out, but it made sense. But Calvin was like, guys, we don't know. We don't know. There's some things we just don't know. Right. And I think that that's an okay place to be. And even, I, I, I love that. And so even from an inerrantist perspective, you there are things you got to wrestle with, which is like, you can find passages in the Old Testament about Sodom being destroyed forever. And also you can find passages in the prophets where it's like, I will restore Sodom to its form of glory. Like this restorative justice, like justice will be served and it will restore Sodom. You can find those types of reactions to each other that have to be contended with. And I, the goal shouldn't be like, let's find the unified Bible. Let's unify like the gospels. If you read the gospels in parallel, like the birth narratives, the death narratives, they don't add up and you cannot reconcile them. And anytime people have in the past, it, it's like, okay, you just created a fifth gospel. What, what conclusions are you drawing from that though? Like, so let's say, let's say the Sodom. Is that the Gomorrah, Bible is human. Okay. But, okay. But what, so, but if you're, if you're saying the Sodom and Gomorrah story, they're destroyed forever, but then they'll be restored. It's you, because I know kind of sort of how your what your conclusions are. You you want to say oh be, because they're contradictory therefore Sodom and Gomorrah mm. never happened God didn't mm. destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because there's a contradiction no, you're, there you're adding that to what okay I'm, I'm saying there's a tension there's biblical narratives that aren't written by the same person but, but okay but if, if there's, there's different a, interpretations within the Bible but if there's itself. a t- if the, just because there's a tension it doesn't mean that the thing didn't happen yeah you're. Again, I'm not. I'm not I, saying I'm things thinking, in the Bible didn't happen. Like well, I'm not but, but you say you, that. No, but but you don't. But okay. But the, the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah says that Yahweh rained down fire from heaven from Yahweh. Right. And what does it mean that Yahweh might restore it according to Hosea? All right. Like, I know. But like, no. I know. Well, that. But that. But that's what I'm saying. You don't think that. Yahweh destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So forever being destroyed forever is not forever because I, I, Sodom no, no, will no, no, be no, restored. No, but there's no, a tension is all you know, I'm saying. You, you don't think though that Sodom or that, yeah, that Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed by Yahweh. It by, may be. By God. Right. If Sodom was destroyed, it was destroyed. But also there's a thread in the Bible that says wh- whoever, hopefully it's Yahweh, will yeah. restore Sodom to its former glory. Yeah, and G- Jesus says, Jesus, what does that mean? Yeah, Jesus. How do you work with that tension? But couldn't that be the restoration of humanity to God? I mean, that when, Maybe. You, when you look at the major and the minor prophets, you see that on a consistent basis. But I, I here, okay, here, here would be my point. My point would be that you, you have actually a very profound faith. And I think, at least from what the, the the minimal amount of experience that I have, you have a profound faith. You're and you're truly searching. 
And I think for probably one of the the things about it being okay to not have all the blanks filled in. Yeah. At my at my the ethos at the at the the foundation of who I am, uh, my faith I return to the scripture. Yeah. And that you Andy, you said this a, f- a few episodes back. You said I don't like that it's called deconstruction because deconstruction means I'm 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 tearing this down to rebuild it. And you said I see more demolition, and I yeah. I could not agree with you more. And I I agree with that too. Like there's people that are just throw like deconstruct just throw throwing stuff out. out. Yeah. They just need to be honest with themselves. Yeah, right. but I, that's what I'm saying is I and think maybe that's what they need, but don't call it I don't know. Well, that that would be probably where maybe where you and I might differ some Zach in the fact that I my faith is that John 1:1 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. Therefore, the Bible is God's word for us. I choose to believe it is infallible. And I choose, that's the, where, that's where my faith is predicated. So therefore, when I question, when I'm de, if I'm deconstructing something, I return back there. Yeah. And that's hard. I know that's challenging. Right. But that, so for the listener, I, but think, I get it. I think what it, you, you, everyone listening has faith. So what is the faith you're returning to is your foundation stone. And that's where it gets scary. That's where we start establishing what my truth is. All right. And that, that, that kind of freaks me out a little bit. And I, I agree with you. Like when I bristle with, I've used the word like my truth. I think I've used that, but it's mostly in jest to get Scott to smile. (laughs) I don't smile ever. (laughs) It's not true. It's my truth. Listener, he's literally not smiling right now. You you need to know that. He's not, but his butthole is right now courtesy of Hickory Smoke Butt Plugs. (laughs) Yep. Tomato and basil. (laughs) Tomato and basil? It's like a margarita pizza. Basil got added. When uh, we get a moment, once you finish your thought, I think I solved you guys' disagreement oh, on nice. forgiveness. Nice. Oh, oh. Nice. Well, why don't you just do that? Turns we're, out you don't disagree. We're an hour oh. and 20 in. Interesting. Wait, I have more. <laughs> you guys ready? Um, no. Well, I want to hear what Andy said. Yeah, Andy, Fine. go ahead. We've, we were going back and forth for a while. Would, Andy, what do you got? Um, you, Zach, were concerned that uh, God would not... It, let me let me make a statement. You tell me if it sounds right. Um, you believe that God extends forgiveness um, unconditionally. Fact check, true. Well, I would I would say that I my definition of forgiveness is it it's not conditional. Like okay. it has to be unconditional. Okay. Otherwise, it's not forgiveness. Uh, that's what that's what. What the, about okay? What about God ex- extending that or making that forgiveness available? I, Un- I unconditionally available. That's kind of where my my okay. faith is. Like it is forgiveness. Def- if forgiveness is a thing and God does it, it can't be conditional. Otherwise, it's not forgiveness. Meaning, uh, it can't be sort of waiting. Oh, Carrie's going to take off right now when I solve it for him. But oh, he's stay. He, you probably had to pee so long. I have a bladder the size of an infant's bladder. I know it's okay. Uh, Either I'll, that I'll or his prostate well, is as big here's, as here's, Jeff's. A, here's oh, what I'm wondering. Like, I have prostate cancer. It, Thanks for that, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby? Man, you're gonna. Need is it? There's a goddamn cougar in the car. <laughs> is it the idea that that God's God's Almost forgiveness is effectively laying in wait? He has extended it, and it is and it is humans' responsibility to just say, okay. I'll take it. Yeah, you you can't make your kid come back to the house. You can't make your kid. So in 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 the prodigal son, you can't force your kid al- to allegory, right? Be so, sorry. So 
the father in that case has has the the forgiveness is waiting. It's chambered. He's on the porch waiting. It's, it's just chambered and ready to go. So one hundred forgiveness is available. Right. It's already been like created as a thing. Let's imagine you could somehow touch what forgiveness is. It's created as a thing. And and really what we're talking about when we say condition, it is someone saying, thank you. I I recognize and will accept that receive forgiveness. Receive forgiveness. Right. That, right. And that's where reconciliation happens. So maybe you guys aren't disagreeing. Yeah. The, the, it would, then we'd have to define like, but it would still be predicated on receiving. And what does that mean? Right. Well, and then, I, well that's yeah. the weird thing though. If it exists, it's sitting there as, as a thing available. So then it does exist. It's just a matter of whether or not you choose to get it. So, so what Which is, is why if you get a little stoned, so, so God, a God effectively has it. You can say that I'll God has that extended it, right? <laughs> you can say that God has extended yeah. forgiveness. Yeah, the price therefore, has been paid. Therefore, he has he has it's forgiven. Yep. Yeah. Well, so, well, no, no, not not that he has forgiven. Forgiveness it's available. is available. It's available. Yeah. God, he's ready. Now, maybe this is another helpful little example. Uh, Jesus didn't change God's mind about us when he died on the cross. Jesus, what he did, changed our minds about God, about God's nature. No. No, okay. Peter, I like how we just quickly moved past <laughs> no, but I think something I had chambered for 20 minutes. <laughs> no, but no I, I thought you're on point. Uh, I, I think it's, I felt like. <laughs> no, no, I got to go pee. <laughs> I should have just gone no, pee anyway. Peter, P- Peter, Peter was a Jew. He, he was, he loved the sacrificial system. And when Jesus was, Jesus said. Maybe that he's gonna, too much. Yeah. Jesus was going to go to the cross. Peter said, no, Lord, you, you can't like he's Peter saying, no, you cannot be killed you cannot be sacrificed why peter was peter wanted the old system and jesus says get behind me satan peter was opposing no, P- peter God's thought jesus system. was gonna lit- literally overthrow the roman well, government no at the that time was a white stripes no, album at, at the time though G- uh peter rejected jesus sacrifice at the time he's right it, so so it wasn't peter need peter's idea of sacrifice needed to be satisfied that was that wasn't the case i'm just saying i think you guys aren't as far off from each other no, as you think you are no we're not you're, I, I think you that was a great example i agree with you andy and i was trying to add uh, forgive me if i didn't add to that like i i do think Katie, you can go pee now Thank if you, you need to am i good okay. now? katie okay. did you say katie, katie? <laughs> and now wait a second I, and now the or, and now the orth and now a moment of the orthodox church we would say well wait a minute sin Sin doesn't affect God; it affects us. And so, even without those details, because again, there's, a, there's, a, uh, this gets more complex than people realize. I've, I've seen a lot of cases where people said, "This is substitutionary atonement," and I went, "Oh, actually, I know a lot of Protestants that would disagree with that. <laughs> you know, the details there aren't so, aren't so close. So, th- there are a lot of little nuances in there. Our main issue is that it often is viewed in a very legalistic way. It's viewed as, as in terms of crime and punishment. And the Orthodox would emphasize more the medicinal aspect of it, the therapeutic, uh, with the idea of sin being an illness. And so, I mean, the story of salvation for us, and again, one paradigm won't do it. One paradigm. So don't take this as the Orthodox position. This is just one way to describe it that I think is a little bit closer to the way we approach this. When, When Adam and Eve sinned, to sin means to, I mean, literally to miss the mark, is the Greek word. And so if my focus is on Christ, to sin means I've taken my focus off of Christ. Hmm. So when Adam and Eve sinned, they took their focus off of God. Well, God is your source of life. So what happens when you remove yourself from your source of life? Death naturally enters in. 
It's a natural result. It's like if you take a flower, which you know the two main things it needs are water and light. You stick that into a closet and don't water it. The, one, the water didn't kill it. The sunlight didn't kill it. It's just going to naturally die. And so when Adam and Eve turned away from God, death naturally became a part of their being. And with death came corruption, the reign of the devil, sin, disease, everything. Can you pause right so, there? So at that point, there's this. Jeff, what does that make you think of? There's always opportunity. God has presented opportunity for us to have life. And as you guys are are having this conversation about forgiveness, God is always waiting on us. The, the, the finish line, he will always provide. And, and after that finish line, there's another finish line. It's like, keep going, son. Wait, like, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Um, like you can continue to have life. You can, you can walk off that path and go in a different direction, but I'll always be waiting for you. Like, I just think of my own, I mean, that is, that is a, that is a lifeline for all of our lives, especially with our children, specifically for our children that we're always waiting. There's nobody in this room besides Scott who doesn't have children that he knows of. He was in the army overseas. It's true. Nobody knows. It's, hey, un- it's unknowable. I'm, I'm nine months away. You lost your uh, popper stopper somewhere. <laughs> At least. Well, oh, anyway, yeah. um, that huh? if, no, I'm just, I'm always nine months away every day. I'm nine months oh, away. That's okay. a good point. Yeah. Okay. okay. Everyone is just yeah. taking mm, that, not me anymore, taking that foundational piece of, I will always be waiting. I will always, I'll be here literally waiting for you to mess up and think you've wronged me for my opportunity to be like, I forgive you. And that there's an embrace of love and connection that solidifies what God wants for us in this life, which is like have strength in this world and I'll be waiting for you. Please be waiting for your children, your wife to embrace when they think they've messed up and they think they've wronged you. If you would just take that into your soul and your heart and be like, I forgive you and let's, let's keep moving on in life doing that. It's like the father is like, I'll give you all the power and light to, if you continue doing that, if you go off that path, you're going to feel that pain and suffering that Satan has waiting for you. And in that I'm, I'm like, there is a very easy path that is difficult because it's easier said than done. Easy path is difficult. No, that I forgive you. Oh yeah, I forgive you. When in, in our human, like living this life, we're like, I want to like say you're wrong you've done wrong and you're, you're bad. And I can't believe you've done this and I'm vindictive. You faked Tamar Hamlin's death. <laughs> well, Stop the, it. The, the, the easy path, I was waiting to get the, that. The easy path is difficult because you want to overcomplicate it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm Kathy speechless, Newman. Scott. So, uh, so what you're saying is 
Please I'm find a way to put this show on video. No, I know no. we need it. We people need it, need it so much. <laughs> I, I don't know how many listeners need, you have. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Scott. It might just be. We yeah. need a. We need a, a yes, video producer. We do complicate it, but it's so hard to get beyond our human ways to want to just to find vindictiveness. Like I want to make you pay, and God was like, "I'll pay." Would you would you please if I'm going to fight this battle between Satan and myself would you please choose just giving forgiveness to all that come to be against you and others and just be like let it go how can I let it go I want to fight to make these people pay that's why we've talked about this in the past where the mother is like you murdered my son but I love you I forgive you and like that is a moment of like, how does that happen? We supernatural. All ask the same, it's supernatural. Right. Yes, it's supernatural. So And I just believe that's God's heart. Right. Okay, there. I have a question. Here's my question. You murdered my son, but I forgive you. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Right. One hundred percent. I do not disagree with that. I do not disagree with that. You murdered my son, Jesus. But I forgive you. I do think it's important <laughs> to note that our human expression, when we begin to put our human expression and our human response onto God, we're missing the mark immediately. There's yeah. no, we, because we don't, it, it, it is not, we, it does not come. It's not comparable. Then yeah, who's that, right. That should be <laughs> because the, you're both doing that. that oh, tr- fo- totally. I, I don't right? think it's possible not to do wow. that. Like wow. even when, so even for, which is beautiful. Even for my brothers and sisters that believe that the Bible is inerrant, the inerrant, infallible word of God, even then you are, when you go back to scripture, well, but it says here, you're doing a verse, you're kicking the can down the road, which sounds dismissive, but it's not. All of us are doing it back to somebody else's experience and how they experience God. And wait, they wrote who, wait, it down. whose experience? Who, whoever wrote a specific passage, whoever edited it over time. You cannot eliminate the human experience. There's no undistilled book that good, gives good. us exact. There's God. absolute truth. It cannot be known absolutely. Yeah. Like right, even that's the thing. If if it's, you believe that the Bible is that, the Bible's God's word, Zach. You're, you're still you're still using a version. <laughs> yeah, but the same faith that you currently have about Jesus, God, whatever her name is, <laughs> that same faith. It's the same the faith that I have that the word of God is the infallible word of God, that, it, it, that, that God chose to use men to pin through the voice of the Holy Spirit, his words for us today. The same faith that I right. have for that is your same faith that you are not sure of. Which I appreciate because it is faith. Yes. Like your, your belief in that is ultimately a faith that that's Ephesians what happened. Two, that's how the Bible eight, nine, and ten. That's exactly yeah. that's Paul yeah. said the whole by grace you have been Ephesians saved. Ephesians two, yeah. electric boogaloo. Yes, it's, nice. It's not of yourself. <laughs> yeah, not of yourself. Not, not of yourself. Not of yourself. That you can scholars. Work. That's how yeah. scholars refer to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, well, but boogaloo. but then but then uh, wouldn't that would almost guy. create like a a. a like a, even, even <laughs> a more still laughing silently, a more strict stand. Like Zach, it seems like you'd be creating a more strict standard. The name of this um, that, episode. That God would have to reveal himself to every single human being individually in order for us to have an understanding of God. And that 
that's way that's like uber fundamental. Like that's like, that's like far more fundamental than God reveals Himself to His prophets. Yeah, gross. And then Jesus affirms the prophets, and then we and then we follow in their footsteps. Like you're you're saying because because God has revealed Himself to people, uh, that's not good enough for you. He has to reveal Himself to every individual. I didn't say that. I know, but I know, but you, you know, I I don't. You might not realize it, but. If if but that's a, tell believe. me what I think. If yeah. a, but if it's a pro, if it but if it's problematic for you that that he revealed himself to people, it's not problematic. And and they they convey it's, it's why experience. this conversation. I don't think you're arguing against Zach it, yet. Uh, oh, it's, it's a version. It's a version that he's not. Oh, it's why realizing. this podcast will have unlimited content if we do talk about the Bible is because of the human aspect. Like there's mm. no like we don't have the golden tablets. I wish Christians would treat. It's would Mormonism, in, Zach. Stay with me. <laughs> I wish Christians would treat the Bible and look into the Bible the way Christians look into the Book of Mormon to debunk it. Because then the you would realize the Bible is more human than we thought. And, and okay, it then we realize been. we have faith. We have faith for good reasons. But it's not, you don't have this cudgel to like be like, it says it here in the Bible. It's like, okay, let's talk about what it says in the Bible why that person wrote it, who edited it after the fact. Like these are oh, all, it's super complicated. Not fully accurate. Like when you look at the Old Testament and New Testament, when you even just take Homer's, Il- the Iliad and Odyssey, when you look at right. his, his writings, when you look at Plato and you look at the New Testament and literally the, the word for word, almost verbatim passed down, it is l- the, 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 the reliability of the scripture is far superior to anything else that has ever been written. In the no, it, of and it might be, but no, I, no, think, it might be. I, I think you're humans wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. The point is that from the Holy spirit, there's no other option. There is no, how there, do you know that? No, there, there's I no think, other yeah. option. I think what Zach is this trying is to my, say is my favorite podcast. I love y'all. That so the how, translation, how you the, the translation doesn't come through. It's not a binary. Either you got it all or you didn't. Is, is that the point that you're saying? As God tries to convey something to humanity, humanity can only interpret as much as humanity can interpret, which we've already said the moment that we try to like anthropomorphize God. Oh my gosh, my oh, wife's bringing pizza. Shit. Are you kidding me right now? Oh, wow. Oh, Are you bringing God. pizza in right now? Y'all don't even know yes. Wow. Andy's oh, wife, Lindsay, just that brought pizza. Wow. Can we give a round of applause? Oh, Let's just dude. do wow. that right now. Dang Slow it. clap. No. We're just like, you can just set it right over there, baby. That's something I can have faith in Ooh. right there. It's a dominant. Are you serious? Is that that Lindsay that? will provide. Talk about my favorite song person. Songs. Thank you. Dang. Okay. You, you right. guys, I just want Andy's you to know. Andy's going to climb I, a hold of that fruit. I feel, <laughs> we're gonna wait, I said, whoa, whoa. I feel like it ordered that eight minutes ago and it just... You guys did you dumb. order that? Yeah. Oh, Jeff. Jeff. that happened? My wife just took so Jeff's now I want it less. Okay. glory. Well, I want it less now. Okay. Slow clap has to speed up. Hold on. Yeah. I don't know if you know how that works. So, <laughs> My Zach, go slower. The saddest slow Hold clap. on. Zach, you mentioned how did that, how do you know? So. How do we know? God's, God speaks. God speaks. It's hard. Please keep going. That is so good. Sorry. God speaks. God speaks life and words into his people. He chose his apostles yeah. and those people wrote the Bible. All and- of which ultimately is a statement of faith. Okay. <laughs> you cannot. You have to stand steadfast on. No, the don't. fact that it is Jesus, it is God's word 
coming through his people that he chose in that moment to speak the Bible into existence and and it gets pushed on to us. Yes, there's translations, whatever. So but- is God jealous or is God not jealous? Because he can find both in scripture. What? He is jealous. Sometimes <laughs> when, I feel jealous, sometimes when, I don't. Yeah, God is a jealous God. He's a jealous That's stated God. a number of times. I know. Yeah. He does things yeah. for his glory. It depends. Yeah. God loves God more than he loves okay, us. So let's take an example. Let's take an example. God loves God more than Kanye loves Kanye. But, but you love your, but you love your hard wife. Hard to think. Y'all love your, y'all love your wives. Are you saying that if you love your wives, you can never ever be jealous right. of something your wife? Your no, wife that's a does? good point. That's a good point. That that does. I agree like, with where, you. Where is that? You you use the you know uh, father and daughter All's or I'm father and child is, example Scott. over and over, but you can't relate that to. God being jealous for his people, like he wants his people to only worship no, him. I agree. That's the jealousy. I agree. The, the jealous, not jealous comment is you, if you're going to take a God wrote the Bible approach, which is a version of what you guys have, it, it is <laughs> a version of what you guys have. I appreciate Again, that. this goes back to the inerrancy. I, I don't think God that, wrote the Bible. This, this what way. do you mean, so you I'm people? And I'm, I, I'm probably <laughs> wrong. I'm probably it's wrong. It's I know, I know, okay, but, but let me... It's fair. So writing, writing is a physical thing, but spawning the Bible into existence is a God thing. So people what? write what, what did God you just hears. say? What people? <laughs> what are you saying? That, that sounds like Tamu. I don't understand. <laughs> what? Paul, John, Mark, this Luke, was spawned? Matthew. Okay, they I have a question. Letters got spawned onto a page. <laughs> just went further it. than these guys. I have, I have a question. I have a question. Wait, 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 wait. I will say this though, and yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paraphrase. You know I'm gonna paraphrase you know, a '90s. I'm with Carrie. This is one of my favorite episodes. Paraphrase a '90s. Uh, Christian alt rock band. Let's go. Uh, Black Eyed Siva. They're paraphrasing. Oh my god. Sorry, they're pra- they're paraphrasing. Uh, paraphrasing. Paul, they're pra- Ooh, even better. Nice. I like that. Paraphrase. Paraphrase. The, there's Dude, a piece of our pizza missing in our thing, Chris. No. I think your wife snagged a piece. Nice. Or the delivery yeah. dude did. Either way. But, but she brought uh, it, up it here was. So she wins. It, he's paraphrasing Paul, and he says, uh, "Unity in." What is essential? Um, gotcha. chari- charity, charity in the non-essentials. That's Tertullian. He was quoting Tertullian. Uh, but uh, Paul gives a version of that too. He doesn't said, he? "No, no." He said, um, "There is, there is unity in the essentials." Charity in the non-essentials. Chari- no, 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 no. Hold on. There. That's shoot, what the song says, it. man. It's charity in its compassion and everything else. Unity. I forget. I'll have to look it up. But compa- compassion when it's not. But so the point there is, maybe God can can more perfectly be conveying the areas of salvation or the concepts of salvation, and that there is maybe it's not an all or nothing in terms of the way that humans are understanding and picking up the rest of the non salvific areas of and scripture. The, well, and like, the, well, yeah. So. So he, God, I don't think God expects question. individual humans to understand everything. Well, let me rephrase that. But if they don't get it right, they'll go to hell forever. No, no, let, me, let, let me rephrase that. I, it's, I don't think. I, Zach is so wrapped up in no, cables right now. God knows that an individual human has limits. And yeah. so to, for an individual human to understand everything correctly, we would, we would, 
I think from scripture, we would understand that God would have grace on an individual human. Point that mic at you a little more. That we, God would have grace on an individual human that does not understand all of theology I completely. I agree. There's a difference, though, between that and the ideas that involve salvation and saying, like, like the like when if two people fundamentally disagree on um, what we were what um, we were disagreeing with earlier, where where can it can God just forgive? And if God can just forgive, therefore He does just then He does forgive um, w- without um, without Condition. any without any conditions. And and then the the opposing view, where say no, there are conditions on God's forgiveness. The, it, you can't just apply that statement, uh, uh, unity in the essentials and, and charity in the um, unessentials. You, that that doesn't apply because there's there's a fundamental disagreement on the nature of salvation and who does God forgive. The point of, of that statement is not to say it, the point of that statement is to say we should find unity in the things that are essential. Those are the things that we need to agree on. The non-essential things, it's okay. I've if, got the the it's unity in the essentials, liberty in the non-essentials, compassion in all beliefs. That's the statement, Tertullian. Thank you. And and it is hard to know, but yeah, you're right. It's finding unity in the, what are the essentials? The essentials are not can women preach. That's not an essential. The essentials are not can Christians drink. It's no, non essential. Uh, right. It is to some people. You, Come on. You know what I think is. I've wondered about this. We've kind of danced around it a not little bit this there. Podcast. But but the idea that uh, hey Scott, is it called heterodoxy? Like you have a belief, but then there's it's outside kind of the like norm. how you see. <laughs> fix fix it because you're nowhere near your mic. It oh, seems sorry. like you are, but you're actually not. A little crooked. there we go. Um, <clears throat> heterodoxy. Scott, hetero is di- like hetero means asking. different. Yeah. So you have a you have this common belief in Jesus, mm-hmm. like we believe in Jesus. We're walking down this path, but in the in re- in referencing um, J- Matt e. Whitman's talk with the Orthodox Church, he's like, you know what? We have a belief. We have a central belief. We're following Christ. We believe the Trinity. We believe that Christ died on the cross for our sins. But then we look at the Bible and and we look at all of what the Bible holds in terms of the text. And we we have different interpretations, but we have this common commonality. And it's kind of like Zach and Zach and myself, we were like, we belong to this church where it's like the commonality is, are we, are we going towards Jesus? Do we believe this? Yes. Okay. We have, we have some, we have some continuity, but then we, people have other questions and, and beliefs and, and so like the Orthodox church or a Lutheran, and we do not want to be pulled. Certainly God doesn't want us to be pulled away from the center of what is my son and he died on the cross for you. Don't lose sight of that. You have questions. Yeah. And that, and that's why, that's why I'm a non-denominationalist is because I don't, I don't feel the need to be held to uh, 
a particular denominations. Also, Scott answer. hates numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just actual numbers. <laughs> I did. I was bad at math. Uh, <laughs> but it, but putting your feet to the fire, Jesus Christ is the King. Yeah, but that but that's not the rub. The rub is when particular groups have a definition of God or Jesus that then becomes so different that just using the word Jesus or God means something completely different. And so, so then you're not at the same point. It, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a matter of just some denominational, uh, uh, can I agree with a, Scott right a, here? A disagreeance. Disag- Holy shit. I'm going to agree with Scott right now. Did you hear this right here? I know. This is, it's, I, I can't even look at Zach. It's not going to last I'm not, long. I'm not even looking Since at Zach. episode 156. This is like the third time. Yeah. 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 I, well, I don't believe and, it. I can't, and, I'm not, I can't even look at Zach. And Casey is keeping track. I'm keeping track. I'm your, probably your biggest fan. Yeah. I love how he's, yeah. he's answering to Casey now. Like it's like not yeah, even a thing. It's fine. I feel like we're an Eminem yeah. song right now. And, right, I appreciate and this, it. This, this is, this is most exemplified, I think by, let's just call them neo-orthodox progressives um because they will they will tout um love and unity but at the same time they'll say that the uh let's say the evangelicals have jesus wrong and so i i i i I agree with them that yeah if you have the wrong jesus then you're you are off track and there's unity can only go so far you because if if you don't have the same Jesus, you can't, just because you use the word Jesus or the name Jesus doesn't mean you're talking about the same thing. For the record, though, for Jeff, it's J E S I Z. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> okay, here's here's my challenge with cur- our current cultural moment. Bring it home. Um, my cha- first of all, Jeff, thank you for the pizza. I've been <laughs> crushing. Y'all don't yeah, listen to so Andy's wife brought in pizza that Jeff ordered and we are just crushing it. I think you can hear some people breathing through the eating. It's fantastic. <laughs> so delicious. I love it. It's so good. And if there's anything I know about audio podcasts, people love listening to eating. They love it. Yeah. Yeah. ASMR. Hot, ASMR right here. Hot breath and eating. So here, here's my, my, the challenge today in our current cultural moment is that the issue is not over the essentials. The issue is over the non-essentials. And there are four major topics that are currently divisive on a, on a powerful level. And, and, and then you throw in cancel culture. And so we throw out anything that would disagree. And those, can you put fruit on a pizza, for example, you shouldn't, but those four, <laughs> Oh, we're wrapping it up. No, 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 you're good. I'm just underscoring you. Oh, those four current, those four things are Christian sexual ethic, abortion, immigration, and the poor. And those four things, I think, are the most divisive right now with regards to faith. And I know that even amongst this podcast, just from listening, that there's a differential of that. And so there, you, when we say the essentials, we have unity. For me, the essentials are that God is who he says he is, that Jesus is the Son of God and the only way to salvation and that we have a path to him. That would be, for me, that would be the essential. But for Zach, that may not be the same. For for Scott, he's shaking his head that he would agree. And then the non-essentials would be those Christian sexual ethic. It'd be about abortion. It'd be about immigration and the poor. Those those are the yeah. four topics that people lose their shit over. Yeah. For sure. And and like if we just said, hey, do our essential is Christ. Like if you if that's all you had to go on, we would all agree on that. 
But even the essential within that, and we touched on it tonight, like atonement and everything. Like some, some people, like the nature of like what Christ did on the cross, what was actually happening, what that actually meant. When you drill into that, the essential all of a sudden splinters off into non potential non-essentials or, which is why this podcast will never die. Yeah. I don't care what you do well, yeah, because if internet, you take if you this take, podcast is never going away because yeah, the conversation never if, ends. If you take Richard Rohr's definition of Christ, then yeah, that that becomes an essential issue. He, Shut up, Scott. He, he uses the word Christ, but he has a completely different definition of what Christ. He's a heretic, is. but that's okay. It's just me, Carrie that's, Robinson. That's Carrie. That's I love Casey him. Robinson. I love it. Casey, Casey at Bros Bibles. He's the son of a Robin. Carrie, I agree. Now. I'm not saying he, Richard Rohr is always right, but people like Richard Rohr that think outside the box, like you need... Outside of orthodoxy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if if since Adam and Eve, there was only orthodoxy, there would be no progression. <laughs> why so, do you need progress? Why, why, why is... So that's the thing. That's the thing. There's an ask, assumption. Ask women. That's ask a, there's slaves, an assumption like, built in there. Why? Can I get a photo of progress of, in and of Son itself of Robin is not, and, is not and necessarily good? Hold on, hold on. One person at a <laughs> yeah. time. If there's We're no, over-talking. If there's no progression... <laughs> F and I. Talk to women. Talk to slaves. Talk to second-class <laughs> citizens. That doesn't progress. It took essential It took... But at the time... Things were deemed essential, and it took heretics to move that ball yeah, forward. Abortion was uh, abortion was and deemed as progress. How, yeah. Now, now yeah, we are not yeah. in a good faith conversation because Scott God is saying, not acknowledging progress. what I just said. Progress yeah. is Scott abortion. is not acknowledging what I just said. I would say though that the New Testament Church would not agree or line up theologically with what what has happened in America over the last couple hundred years. Maybe, but also Paul was the, the most. The New Testament Church would have still had slaves. And Paul thought oh, no, the Christ. culture had <laughs> slaves. The, the culture had slaves. Culture had slaves, and Paul told people to be happy with their current role that because Christ was coming that, back right away. And Paul was wrong about that. That slavery. Next is podcast. <laughs> talk about not a good. Talk about not in good faith. Come on, Paul. Paul was starting. Scott. He was not advocating slavery. He no, was he saying, was not. Hey, no, in no, the, no, no, in the worst environment, you I'm choose gratitude. I, I agree with that. And Paul was the. He was the number one to a. To platform and to push women into leadership, there's nobody else. I, I know agree. Scott may not agree with that part. No, of I, it. no, I'm I'm good with that. You're 100. Yeah. You yeah. probably mean positive progress. Positive progress. Yes. Progress that agrees with Zach's ideology. Nope. <laughs> nope. Because I'm wrong a lot, Scott. But you got to push I did, against. I didn't say that. You got to forgive you. You got to push against that fence. Know what's on the other side of the fence? Because maybe you need to go there. I agree. And, or maybe you need and a that, fence. That's what God did with the Jews. He pushed against the pagan cultures of the day. And they're wild and so did Jesus. pinchers yeah. on the other side of the fence. Yeah. Well, yeah. And up until what was it? Waiting 45 AD, the main persecution came from the Jewish synagogues. And then everything shifted. And that's because there was major issues with yeah. the church. I feel like Dobermans were way more relevant when I was a little kid. Oh, yeah. In the 80s? Yeah. In the Dog. 80s. Soon got popularized. That was, I got treed by a Doberman were pitcher. Roman. You got <laughs> treed by one? Yeah. My, my neighbor lived behind us. Was, His name yeah. was, the dog's name was Carly. I was seven years old. Its name was Casey? Casey. <laughs> Casey. 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 In, in Texas, we had alleys, and it, it chased after me and broke the chain out of the ground. And I climbed up a tree, and I was screaming for my mom. I can still remember that. I was seven years old. 
Dobermans. Break of the chains. All right. All right, guys. So what do we what do we decide in this podcast? What are we consuming? That Zach is probably wrong and that Oh, that's every podcast though. Okay. That I'm on. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Hey, I would just want people to know God forgives and for Conditionally. you, for you, spiritually marginalized, God has forgiven. Gosh, podcast we just started getting good. You know what? You know what? For you, spiritually marginalized, you don't have to do in. anything. God just forgives you, whatever state you are in life. Just God just forgives you. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's he okay. has forgiven you. No. Everybody, no. this thing's going YouTube live I mean, very truth soon. In that, Andy. Million, no, he has forgiven you. Yeah. I'm not wrong. It no. is not the whole truth. But, but there is but he truth has. in that he has. He has He's while extended. they were while we were no, still sinners. The yeah. price has been paid, he but has, you have not been forgiven. He has forgiven you. You nope. have to choose to believe. So God, oh, yeah. yeah, there's that part too. But but <laughs> he did it. If you listen to this podcast all the way through, thank you. And also, let's do a quick. What are you consuming? But I just want all you guys to know that obviously God had to kill Himself in order to forgive us. Um, yeah, so the that perfect he could sac- raise himself. Sacrificial. He chose Jesus. Life. Chose. Yeah. Do not bring your soapbox to what you're Jesus chose that. Zach. Hey, if yeah. Scott's not going to be fair to me, I'm not going to be fair to the him. And that's going to be yeah. nice to me. I feel bad. It was a better. I'm so woke. Jesus Scott chose canceled. It. it was a better sacrifice. Yeah, that's ex- what happened. It's not sacrificial if it's not chosen. Um, so yeah, so I uh, I. I finished 1883? So good, um, but he's about to. Uh, but it, you would not believe what happens in episode about, three. I usually don't say things <laughs> bad about people, but right now I'm going to. <laughs> but dude, he can't help it. The the idea of Trump. of white people going across the United States from from the East Coast to the West Coast to find freedom. They're escaping. They're escaping tyranny in their country, and they're they're going across the United States to find freedom. For, that, that's like f- f- the ultimate idea of freedom isn't free. There was some tough stuff, and yeah, there, there's some there's some license they take with history, but I I think the overarching idea that it was not easy, and if you live on the West Coast, your your ancestors did a lot, right? For you to live where you are, you should be grateful, and I hopefully I am. And most so of what the- did you call it? The Any of the goodness of you have. 1883-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1923-1
And in the first season of Yellowstone, there's not one because all the characters are inherently evil. Like Zach would agree, we all Breaking are humans. Bad. Yeah, Zach's all evil. No, no. Zach says that. No, Zach says that humans oh, are good. Okay, okay, humans okay. Humans are okay. good. So check, just stick with it. It's worth Obviously. it. Obviously, my God, it's a phenomenal show. I and then speakers. Which one comes first? So Yellowstone was created first. Then the creators brought in 1883. After that, and then and then 1923, which is setting up. Yellowstone. It's a killer franchise. They also bought a the largest one of the largest ranches in, ranches in Texas called the Four Six Ranch. Yeah, and they're doing another spinoff. The Duke which, which is a real. The no. Duttons did that. No, the Duttons, the Duttons are in Yellowstone. They're in it, but I watched the, the, up, the modern Scott. day version of that Westworld. <laughs> Very similar. These are all prequels to Very Westworld, <laughs> and ultimately, it's all based they move off forward. of uh, they, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, yeah. which they're my like, daughter is yeah. playing right now. They're like twenty thirty. Westworld takes over the world. This is how it works. All right, Andy, what are you consuming? Uh, come back to me. I forget. Zach, I don't know what, what series consuming? that is. I love that movie, Come Back to Me. Jeff, what are you consuming? I'm consuming that too. I'm consuming Ooh, what my Gosling? wife consumes, which is freaking Blacklist. It's oh, I just like that. Like I, non- I, I watched that. There's 7,000 episodes. Ago. I'm like, there's 7,000 episodes. I can't do Subtle this anymore. Pig. It's just too much. No, that was, that was a good show. Carrie, what do you got? Blacklist you, and porn. Andy, That's did all. you say subtle dick? Wait, dig. Oh, oh, subtle dig. dig. Okay. Subtle dig. Like, okay. Carrie, how dare you? When this guy was like, Sorry. I watched that 10 Jeff, years Jeff, ago. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> you caught that? Yeah, I caught that too. <laughs> Jeff is consuming blacklist and porn. Oh, <laughs> I did. Jeff. I try to ignore that. That's a different story. Maybe it's a porn different blacklist. Porn is always so difficult. So, oh, some might say a different word, but I'm not going to say it. Carrie, what are you, we'll what, are you what are you consuming? Um, I'm a I read a lot of books in addition via Audible. Okay, so oh good, yeah. yeah. That's people how I do have it. a pro- yeah. That's, you read with your ears, yeah. And so like I people argue with me about this all the time. And a a, a professor in Harvard did a research. and He's like, listen, you can argue all you want. After six years of age, whether you're listening or seeing, you learn the same way. But people have a hard time if you're listening to Audible. They're like, well, you didn't do the work to read the book. Well. Do the worst. Screw you. Yeah. I listen to probably four bucks a month, so. Yeah, you do what you can. You can speed it up, too. Exactly. It's great. Yeah. Just like I listen to your your podcast at 1.5, because if I listen to it at normal, you all talk too, you mm. two guys, Scott and Jeff, y'all talk too slow. Nice. It's too much for me. So Who's I speed this guy? it up. Sorry. Wait. That's your compadre. That's a fact. <laughs> yes. But, but yeah. no, listener, listener, listen to me. Wait, wait, Carrie. Listener, listen, slow I, it down. They sound drunk as can be. I don't know what you're trying to say. We are drunk as can so be. I, I split the middle. It's just normal speech. I, I, I do visual <laughs> and audio. audio yeah. Audible. 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 Audio. Um, That's the right word. I watch YouTube. I watch a lot of t- okay, YouTube. Fair. That's like taking college courses. Man. All right. So I do, I do sci-fi books. Uh, all that that's my oh, that's nice. like a hobby for what? me I love deep, sci-fi nice. books fiction yeah. Deep Space Nine I love fiction do some I, of those books have like different actors reading the different roles or is it yes. all one dude it's all dependent it's all dependent if you okay. have not listened to 1984 by George Orwell Ooh, do it nice. right now it is game changer well but, now listen finish this podcast first finish this podcast then do that yes. but right now I'm listening to a book called uh, Project Hail Mary by the same author who wrote the book and which turned into a movie The Martian with, oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, is it Matt Solid Damon? Movie. Matt yeah. Damon. Great book. Not Great bad. Great book. This guy wakes up in space and he doesn't know why he's there and he has to figure it out. It's freaking brilliant. So I can make That's cool. I like, I like that book. Do you know how, do you know the story behind him writing? No. The first one? No. How he crowdsourced a bunch of the details on how things would work. Like he had a 
a blog and he would post questions no. and ask scientists to chime in like, hey, well, what would like if I needed to try to grow something on on Mars, what would I have to oh be able to gosh. do? And they would chime back in like, well, you would need to like somehow recycle your shit and then figure out how to do. Okay. You, you should, you should read Project cool. Hail Mary. It's phenomenal okay. book. Audio. Same guy. That, that book is great. Okay. It's really fun. Andy hates Catholics though. So. Yeah, <laughs> Mary. Like, uh, God, Mary. Watch the shows. Come on, Mary. I, I kind of like football though. We should go watch it. We should watch some football. football right now. It's about time. At the time of this recording, the two teams that are playing today, don't don't tell me all of them. We have the 49ers and the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. There's, over. and there's resolution. Don't tell, the, don't tell me the resolution. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. And then right now, right starting now, right now, we have the Bengals and Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, and we're going to see it probably the second half right now. Okay. No, that's it's going to be the birds, the we'll birds the versus half. the this cats. This is for you, listener. <laughs> We're sacrificing watching the first half. Let's so I go. did a uh, I did a uh, New Year's resolution to read at least one at least one book per month, and I count Audible in the ways to do it. Yep. And so I I was lazy though, and just went and looked and saw what I happened to have in my Audible library already that I hadn't touched. And I started one. It was I think I told you guys this last time. It was like uh, how to not be wrong, hmm. and it's an interesting book, but it's a math book. And I didn't realize that was a math book. It was recommended to me by somebody. And and the problem is that it has like lots of charts in the actual book. And so can you imagine an audible book where they're describing charts to you? Yeah. yeah. It's what, terrible. What is two plus two? And it's like, and as you as you move left on the chart, you would say, I was like, oh, this is terrible. So I switched midstream to something that I happen to have that seemed like it might be fun, which was uh, Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse Five, as read by James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The interview. It was it I love James Franco. Even if he was canceled, I love James, James Franco. James Franco is awesome. Um is it his character from Pineapple book Express? Is all his characters are that character from oh, Pineapple okay. Express. Okay. So yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so I've been consuming that and then uh uh trying not to be consumed by like the last week of all the goings on at work of twelve thousand people getting <laughs> laid off and uh trying to settle Settle, settle people. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a. Uh, I was exhausted I when Friday came around. I was like, "There is nothing left in the tank." You concerned for you? No, it's, uh, it's just hard to deal with people. No, I just had a lot of like, yeah. There's just a lot of stuff to get sorted out and calm people down, and that's not the right word, but lots of people come in on Monday pretty rattled, so having to hopefully unrattle a lot of people. Is uh, that presents its own kind of challenges. So yeah, but I think you're great at that. You, what I think you do Maybe. very well, if I may affirm you, and you may you you bring a great like healthy perspective, and I think right now for the people there, they they need that. You need a great job with that. If only to I like it, Jeff. So we do need to be on video. Jeff threw something at me. That's good. <laughs> yeah, but I I will say, man, I had one meeting that ended. <sighs> I don't usually do this. It ended at 4.30 on Friday, and I try not to do, like, late afternoon Friday meetings. And when that one got done, I, like, I just wanted to slump over in my chair and just be like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. Hit me weekend. Consume me weekend. And here we are. And we did it. We consumed it. Jeffrey. We consumed it. You said Blacklist, Carrie. Oh, Born. Scotty? No. I, uh, I did mine. You did yours? Zach. Did we go all the way around? Zach? I'll, I'll give you a couple. Like, 
I rediscovered uh, Jane's Addiction somehow. Um, dude, if you want to pull that up. Yeah, I got for, you, that would be great. If, is that If You Want the to first Try song, so oh, That's uh, Spin Doctors. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Very different. This is, but bless your heart. Bless your heart. Um, <laughs> working out with my wife, we AirPods are brilliant because you can share audio, and mm-hmm. so we're just on the same playlist working out, and a Jane's Addiction song. And as a child of the 90s and the aughts, I was never into Jane's Addiction. This was from 2003, uh, the first song from that record. I don't know if you have the right one. This song came on. workout playlist right there. I was like, here we go. Jane's Addiction. I look back at Jane's Addiction. Back in 19... (laughs) (laughs) That's where they got it. That's where they got it. (laughs) Yes. I can't do it. But the... uh, Wow. Man, I didn't realize Jane's Addiction was like back in 88 was when they had Jane Says. Like their biggest hits were like in the 80s and 90s. I didn't know they were so Which is so weird. Can you imagine if they were like, here's our first song, Pearl Jam Says. I know. (laughs) They did a song after their name of their band? Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, so that popped up. I was like, oh, I'm going to dig into that album. And I, I have. And it's been fun. A little nostalgic trip to be like. Oh, I was that was my peak of loving music and I never really got into them and it was kind of a refreshing nostalgic blast to the face. And then uh continuing the audible trend, I started 12 Rules for Life again by Jordan Peterson and I know he's so polarizing um mostly for stupid reasons, but if if you for some reason you're listening and you, Jordan Peterson love strikes you as like oh that's that's bad, he's canceled. 12 Rules for Life is just a common sense psychological blast to like, don't let other people control you. Like, take care of yeah. your own shit first, and then you'll be much better, better prepared to handle life. You've got so, to clean your room. You've got to clean your... <laughs> stand up straight with your shoulders could, back. People complain about that, though. It's like, why are you telling people to clean the room? Put the it's lobster like, yeah, in your mouth and then ask it about hierarchy. <laughs> yeah. um, that was a little Silence of the Lambs. Right. Right yeah. It puts the lotion in the it basket. Puts the lotion. It, it gets puts the, the hose again. In the basket. Hello, Clarice. It puts the lobster in the basket. <laughs> lobster is hard. Um, We're almost done, That was listener. good, Zach. That was very good. I'm working yeah. on it. It's very going. Kermit. It gets closer. No, it's there's, fine. There's no difference. The also, closer to Kermit you get, the closer to Jordan you get. Also, for our time, I've mentioned it before, but I'm also like re-listening to it again, is The Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt, Why Good People Disagree About Politics and Religion. It is a fantastic exploration on why people believe the way they do and how to understand them, and I think we need more of that. And I think we displayed that a little bit uh, tonight. Uh, today, or whenever you're listening to it, maybe it's in the morning. You're in listening morning. to it in a time That's machine. Great. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. So, I, I did. I did mention that I was. I was watching Blacklist with my wife, and she's what you know. Who's she's the white. Who's the main? Who's the main character in that? Uh, uh, Blacklist. No, no, no. His name. Um, yeah, the James. Spader. He was on James, the Office. No, Spader. Yeah. No. What? James Spader. Yeah, James Spader. Spader. Yeah, and he was on the Office. And that's yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. But. The, Something California, Robert yeah, California. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> stupid name. Sorry. Like just, I've been getting. I've been really consuming Trump twenty twenty four emails like five times a day. Are <laughs> like, they consuming you? Can you say that with the Trump yeah, accent? Do, do that. You know, I've been. <laughs> I've been sending out emails to you, Jeff. I just love you. Melania. That's because you gave him no, 20 and I. You gave him like, 20 grand. What do you 20 expect? 20 grand. You know what 20 grand? 
I want to give you 20 pats on the butt. You know, it's just, we're going to have a cigar. We're going to be in Jackson Tomato Hole popsicles. with Davos. <laughs> we, I don't know, we're going to do things in Switzerland or whatever the hell's. Tomato popsicles, Jeff. You can bleed all you want like the Repu- <laughs> like the Democrats. Sorry, faux pas. You know what? This freaking Democrats. <laughs> it's too soft. It's too soft. You got, you, you you Trump got soft. You know, it's going to be freaking awesome. You know, it's too going much. to be fantastic. Somewhere in between. Over the top. Uh, 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 Bring it back. Porridge. Like a little it's more like you need it like hey, not gold, too hot. The, the Goldilocks. Not Goldilocks. Too cold. We need Goldilocks Trump. <laughs> just right. I'm just gonna get it. <laughs> Some say Jeff's Trump is shit. I wouldn't say it, but uh, some people say it's it. Some, say it. Exactly. some people say it. It's, it's it a different. It's in a different range. It's not bad. It's, it's not fine. bad at all. I can't believe you know, if anybody's she still listening. Some massages, foxes, what a fabulous woman. Whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm so good. All right. 2024. At right. Bros Bibles Beer on the socials. Uh, Bros Bibles Beer at gmail.com. If you're looking for love, Scott at Bros Bibles Beer.com. <laughs> uh, Ashley um, Madison, Scott. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Cassidy Robinson, for it's joining us on the podcast. Corey it's, Robinson, wait, so good to have you here. It's a pleasure. Cassidy? I didn't even say Cassidy. Casey Ooh. Cassidy. That's the only one you didn't say. Corey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carrie, I love you, man. Hey, and I want to keep these conversations. They don't have to be recorded. We can go. Have they all have to be recorded. It has to be big. Here's weather. my Maybe. suggestion. Let's Maybe. do oh. one over cigars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We do yeah. that. I'll, okay. I'll provide the cigars. We can do yeah. it at my house, but it's a little challenging. No, we can bring a rig. Just, we, we can, can do it. I Let's can ruin all my gear. That yeah. sounds good. I've got we'll, do, we'll do cigars, and, and we can uh, solve inerrancy forever. Inerrancy. Forever and ever. Anyways, I love you guys. And uh, Jeff you know. just left. He's like gone. He gone. He gone. He he took his, taking his pizza. Taking his pizza. Oh, hope he can. He's drive. going to watch football. Thank no. you, Don't listener, drive. sticking with us. We appreciate you. Well, they do. I I don't know. I don't know if I do. Yeah. All right.